Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, got to fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with Fightful, better fallback Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Hey, folks. Sorry, we're late. But blame Sean Ross Sapp for that. And legitimately blaming Sean Ross Sapp for that. Because how, Sean, are you going to set us up for success? Like, for, I don't know how many SRS. Come on, bro. It's been. I believe 48 straight weeks, uh, and then uh, all of a sudden, didn't set up the stream for us. Luckily, I knew how to do that. And had I known, I would have just done it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could have done that all along. But Sean, putting this SRS on SRS with all buddy. his wrestling news and his cell phone, trying to work all the time and be working and getting scoops to... all the time. I yeah, know. Come on, man. Leave, leave these guys in these... Uh... Internet streets alone, man. Like, <laughs> got guys out here uh, dropping, uh, dropping whole freestyles about my guy. What's going man. on? <laughs> Talk about see me and what was streets? that? I don't. Oh that was weird. God, that was super weird. Hey, folks, welcome to really Graps. Welcome to Grap City. I'm Will Washington in my white tee, uh, and uh, this is literally the first thing I found in my drawer this morning. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just white T-shirt it on the show today. Um, oh, baby. And I'm also joined by Mr. Philip Lindsay. It's me. It's me. Uh, powered by road mics as always, but yeah, it, it's me. And also here is Righteous Reg. You already know it's your boy, Media Man, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster, Road Mics in the fucking building. Road Mics. Very excited to be here, man. It's Saturday morning. What a time, as always. Wrestling news is crazy insane we could talk about 500 topics this week honestly so 
yeah, man, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, wrestling news was pretty insane this week. Well, Washington's in the wrestling news this week and shit, too. That could be a topic, I guess, if we wanted to get into it. I I, I do want to elaborate on some of that stuff um, Mm -hmm. because uh, this is a good place for me to do so. Um, So, yeah, I'll have a little bit more on that story. Don't forget, give us a thumbs up right here on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Fightful, if that's where you're watching. Um, Also, that's a place where you can send us your super chats. Those help support what we do here and help uh support grab city like it, it 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 does it very much does we uh would not be able to do this without your support and your super chats and your humper chat so um nice. shoot on over to humperchats.com and we can read those and then also send us your super chats we got a few right now uh where should i start god there's man all right we got a whole bunch of humper chats um yeah. you know what i love the humper chats because you can send those at any time of the day Whereas the super chats have to come while we're doing the show, right? right. So uh, there's a little bit of a, an active difference. So if you do want to send us super chats all throughout the show, go ahead. But if you're like up at 4 a.m. and are like, man, I want to send Grab City something, but I don't know if I'll be up when or around when the show's on, Humper Chats, uh, best way to do that. Drop and that. also, um, I didn't even talk this over with you guys, but I'm just going to say it out loud because why not? Y'all want to do another Ask City this week? Feel Definitely. Like of course. Yeah. Yes. All yes. right. Ask All Rhapsody. the way in. Yeah. <laughs> FightfulSelect.com is where Ask City takes place. Um, it's not a weekly show yet, uh, but if we want it to be, it could be. But uh, there just needs to be more content with that. But as stories have broken this week and there's lots of stuff, um, we are happy to talk about it and answer any questions but i got stuff to talk about today as far as all that's concerned hey let's uh read the oldest of the humper chats um this is a new name i haven't seen in the humper chats before so shout out if you haven't humper chatted before uh this one is from laws it says uh question for the grab city fellas big fan of the show i wanted to ask you guys who you think is winning the starks and hobbs match at all out i can't figure out which of the two guys tony sees as the bigger star and who they are elevating with this match um i feel like Mm. see hobbs has Mm. gotten Mm. so Mm. much out of it right already where hobbs has gotten the new entrance He's been hitting some mean spine busters. You see Rampage last night? That man is hitting some mean ass spine busters. He's been looking really good. He got to essentially, you know, club the shit out of uh, Ricky Starks' neck. Hobbs has been looking great. So because of that, I feel like he needs the victory less than uh, Starks does. Because to me, I feel like Starks has to get some kind of revenge for what took place with his big homie. It's hard because it's I, I don't want it for for my big homie to feel like he gets to the dance and then he, like every time he gets to the big show he loses. Well. And so it would be great for him to get a victory, but saying all that, it's Ricky Stark's time like a son of a bitch that promo that he did on Dynamite was like, "All right, yo, strap the yeah. rocket to the homeboy like it's yeah. hard to deny." So I I, I mean, I I want my big homie to get the victory so bad, but like Starks is like on his way, my, just on his way. I, I actually don't think this is hard to predict at all. I think Starks is winning. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I, 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 I understand. Right? 
I understand why people think it's hard to predict because they like Hobbs. And so yeah. some people just want Hobbs to win. But mm-hmm. just with the story they're telling, it kind of doesn't make sense for Hobbs to win. Right. Um, but I, I understand why people want Hobbs to win. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> I don't know. I I see the same thing. So we shall see, fellas. Uh, okay. uh, that's a good, it's a good question, though. Yeah, great question. Um, and I'm just, I'm just glad to see those guys get the pay-per-view spotlight. Awesome. And Amazing. We have two very important matches happening all out. This is the most guys, important. So, yeah. This is the most important match, I would say, of Hobbs' career for sure. This Big is, time. Far and away. I mean. Can, 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 I, can I just point the out, The CM Punk match, though, I don't know. That's like. Oh, that's yeah. I, I mean, I know. I, I, I he, I know what he Whoa. would say because he was on this very show and that's CM crazy. Punk. Yeah. You got to have CM Punk in Arthur Ashe Stadium. Yeah, that's a big wow. deal. But like wow. to get to get that. Can I just point spot, out like, though? Oh, go ahead. Because you know, the thing last year was there are no there are no black people on this card, man. Uh, kept hearing that last year, and so at the time I was like, it'll come. You got to get the you got to get certain people ready. You got to it'll come. Where are we at a year later? Hobbs and Starks wrestling together. Claim the tag versus titles, two black teams. TBS this championship. Is, if, if, if this is where you're following me, you, do you know where I'd be going? I, I, <laughs> chess pieces would be going crazy. Like, stop talking to me crazy, bro. Jade and Athena, it's like, come on, Listen, man. three are, matches. Three matches. It's a great time across the board, I think, right now. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, I'm happy to see it. Uh, mm-hmm. We also got, uh, what's the next one? So we said loss. Okay, Anwar says, much love to the audience watching and the panelists. What was your favorite video game as a kid? And what is your favorite as an adult? Uh, as a kid, uh, that's an easy one. Sonic 2. Uh, still still one of the greatest video games of all time. Big slapper. Uh, I do love Sonic 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, as a matter of fact, I love Sonic 2 so much that the, two weeks ago, when all the nuclear code stuff was happening, and I made the joke that the nuclear code was 1965-917, not mm-hmm. enough people appreciated that that was the level select code to Sonic 2. And then yes. I even said after that, I was like, oh, and then if you want to unlock super nuclear, it's 4126, which was the supersonic code for mm-hmm. Sonic 2. Sonic 2 is definitely up there. Um, only thing I don't like about Sonic 2 is that, and granted this wasn't the case as a kid, but it's the case for me now, that is the easiest Sonic game. Um, <laughs> there's an achievement in the Xbox version of that game for beating it in under an hour, and I was like, there's no way I can get that achievement in my with my eyes closed now. Mm. Um, and that was, I don't know, that's really, like to me, the easiest of those games. But that's a good choice. So, that's a great choice. Um, favorite as a kid. Mm. Define kid. How? I don't want a kid. I don't want to just say wrestling. Define kid sounds crazy. I know. And what I mean by that is, what's the cutoff of what age is the cutoff for being a kid? What would you? I'm say? like, I, I thought we started talking about Velveteen Dream and Austin I, Theory. I, th- I thought we were. I, I like, thought we were jumping into that to that R. Kelly Torreo interview where he was like, "What's what is a kid anyway?" Like, yo, no R. I don't think that's going to be our content for today. No. no, R. We know what a kid is. Like, come on. Dream. Stop I mean, it. as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> they see define kids in your text messages. They're like, yo, you are going down, sir. Come down to come down to the station immediately. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say kid for me cuts <laughs> off at like 10, right? Okay. okay. 10. Uh... 
And the answer doesn't change. It's probably Sonic 2. Sonic 2? <laughs> no, 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 no. As a kid, it was Street Fighter. Uh, there's mm. No, shit. Mortal Kombat 2. Mortal Kombat 2 is mm. it. That's the one. That's the one right there. Is It's Mortal Kombat 2. Um, I still, I mean, because. And it's like cliche, because like all those answers, I was like, yeah, because Street Fighter 2 was like, oh, yeah. my God. But I, I just realized, I'm like, look. I have a fucking Mortal Kombat arcade cabinet actively playing Mortal Kombat behind me. Mm -hmm. And there's no way that that's not my answer. Uh, So Mortal Kombat 2 specifically is the one. Ten years old, it was something wrestling for sure, because, like, that's all that existed in my world. So um, what? um, See, I didn't like wrestling games till Wrestling games were pretty not that great Until, like, the, like be- the, the best the, playable one i thought was like saturday night slam masters like i yeah, would play the, play the hell good. out of that saturday game. Night slam Capcom, of course yeah but then it, it like legit the game sucked but like raw wwf raw for super nintendo went crazy <laughs> with the, the bucket man i would play that game for hours i used bro. to look the, the, so back then we didn't have uh, back in my day, mm-hmm. we didn't have the ability to just listen to wrestling themes anytime we wanted no. to. So Mm-mm. I used to turn that game on just to hear the fucking synthesized version <laughs> of Shawn Michaels' theme song because that was now the, the Razor Ramon one was hard though. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that shit went hard. <laughs> That's all we got. We didn't have the yeah. full themes that I wanted Mm-mm. to listen to, so I had to hear the. Because mm-hmm. they didn't have lyrics neither. All yeah. I got was the fucking synthesized. Uh, Until we got though. to uh, download those window media uh, versions yeah. of things very soon after. That was a lost art, by the way, though. I miss when video games had to recreate wrestling theme songs mm-hmm. because they didn't have the ability to play the full song. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> we need a, docu- a documentary of them composers, like, getting down. Favorite video game now, though? Hmm. Man, honestly, it might still be Sonic 2 for me. I I, I play Sonic games pretty often. Um, yeah, I do, As too. an adult. I don't know. Uh, as an adult, uh, like, I guess what's something modern that I, I still play pretty often? Um, so I do play Street Fighter V on my PC quite a bit. Um, and... Yeah, that's probably what I play most often. Not, you know what though? Because I'm, look, I'm about to be 35 this year, and I am a simple dude. But I will say that um, Tetris Effect came out. I think that was either last year or the year before. Uh, when did Tetris Effect come out? Because mm. I have been kind of obsessed with that game, uh, and it's really damn good. Mm. Damn, that was like late 2018. Wow, where the fuck was I? Um, no, I, but I think it hit on the uh, the Xbox just last year, right? Something along mm. those lines. Either way, that's what I've been playing. Um, yeah, okay, October 8th, 2021. So it's only been a year, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it ain't been that long. Um, yeah, and- when I, I got the uh, – when Xbox Game Pass came out, I would obsessively – the game I probably looked, spent the most hours playing, like, in the last five, six, seven years, Mirror's Edge, I would play the – Oh my god! I play that game so often. Fucking parkour, just yeah. running, jumping, dodging, kicking, shooting. Yeah, <laughs> that's my shit, man. I play the fuck out of that. Yeah. But honestly, I don't play a lot of video games. If I'm keeping it real, yeah. 
every time I cut my Xbox on, I usually play a few games of 2K, but I wouldn't say 2K is my favorite game. I've said this before on this podcast. It's a very love-hate relationship. It's a very it is. abusive, <laughs> it's a very abusive uh, is. video game to my psyche. It's like, like I, WWE I, before Triple H took over fucking four weeks ago uh, or whatever. Okay, <laughs> I'll say this, though. Um, Metroid on Switch uh, was definitely my Metroid... Uh, Dread, I think it was. Um, yeah, Metroid Dread. Uh, I will say that was probably the most fun game I've beaten most recently. And uh, yeah, that's probably my favorite modern game. Like, what? I guess what's modern, right? Because right. I would also yeah. say that. Here, like, here we go. What's modern? Because again, I would say that. Because again, I would say that uh, Mario Odyssey is like my favorite game ever made, and mm-hmm. that was, but that was like five years ago. But that's modern, I'd say, because it's on current yeah. consoles. So yeah, I think that's my my favorite game. Yeah, I say, the, I, don't, uh, I, say I don't game much, but then I'm like, yeah, I do. What am a I whole bunch of games. The uh, <laughs> the relationship that 2K and Madden have, the stranglehold they have on the culture, and how every year every single person is like, I'm not going to buy it, and then every time it comes out, they're like. I guess I'll try it. Like it never end up buying it, and they never they don't fix the problems from last year. Nope. There's new glitches and terrible stuff this year. There's two. Mm. There's annoying stuff that my career does this year. That Every didn't year, do last year, I, I bought yeah. it. I mean, I want it this year, so I don't even have like I have it. Mm. Uh, but and yeah. as soon as I got it, I think I told the story. But uh, Swerve was immediately like, "Dog, this game is so bad." I'm oh, saying every year they get every you guys. Year. Every, every year they get us. I, I I'll throw out there for a modern franchise, uh, Kingdom Hearts, because they're like amazing games. Yeah. Uh, Even though we probably won't get Kingdom Hearts four until like twenty. They did announce it though, right? Yeah, like like yeah. twenty thirty or something like that. <laughs> um, Eloquent says I discovered this week that wrestling Twitter didn't know that people have disagreements at work and don't all like each other. LOL. Yeah, it's all I mean, about that's the internet. It, it's kind of go. I've been thinking about Sasha and Naomi a lot because people have been saying like, like the disrespectful or unprofessional words that keep getting thrown out. And it's like you guys don't really understand how like workplaces work beyond it being a professional wrestling workplace. You know what I mean? It's like there's so much going on that we don't know. Like the little stories that we get are like nothing compared to like what's really going on back there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, man. The way people get on internet and act like all of these spaces should be perfect and everybody's going to get along. No, the the fact of the matter is, not even just in work environments, somebody somewhere does not like you. That just mm-hmm. is what it is. Um, Mac says, God did, Hove did, Mox did. I mean, those are some bars right there. Straight up, that's <laughs> what happened. Uh, Yeah, man. <laughs> I tweeted this already, but 52-year-old Hove is rapping like that. It's just still crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Like, this dude is just never going to fall off, I guess. Like, he's mm-hmm. just going to keep dropping. And I would actually argue the dude is getting better. Like, mm-hmm. how is that possible? Well, you know what, though? And um, shout out to Andreas for pointing this yes. out. Yes, uh, thank but, you. you know, everybody was talking about, man, I can't believe Hove at 52 is doing all of this. But, like, weren't we just praising Black Thought putting out uh, an album and... Like, two weeks ago. That man's 50. He's 50. Like, unless you're cognitive functions have disappeared rap isn't one of those things where you lose the ability you may lose connection to the culture just based on the fact that um you might age out of it but for the mm-hmm. most part as long as you're cognitively 
functional, you should still be able to. And Hove is so aware of the culture. Like he's on, like if you really break it down, he's just going to get better with time because he has all the knowledge that he had back then, plus everything that he's gained in this last 20 years. And he's still like, watches battle rap he still knows every rapper that's out like he's still he's not like an old man like he's still in the game so he's just going to continue to get better in 10 years we'll be staying like damn hopes did it again because that's what's up and we don't yeah, know I mean, and hip hop's so young that everything's like we're still like figuring out how those the veterans are going to work like they keep trying to put them out to pasture but it's like Nah, it's not like that. Like, but they could still be out there. We could still see Big Daddy Kane and Rakim and those guys rocking because who, the space never has to end because they're old. Yeah, but, but that's kind of how- what I mean, though, because I, I I understand what Andreas means, but mm-hmm. like ten twenty years ago, yeah. it wasn't a cool thing to be rapping at fifty. It like, wasn't. if you were rapping at fifty, that was kind of whack. And that so was now- one of, that was one of Nas's disses for Jay Z that he was old. <laughs> that's what i'm Are saying so no the, the eminem had a disc talking about benzino talking about i don't want to be no fake benzino a 38 year old fake pacino right mm-hmm. but like right 38 like yeah. eminem is still rapping like at 50 yeah <laughs> right and so that's why i'm like hove dropping verses and people jumping to say this is the best verse of the year like that was unheard of 20 years ago Definitely. and so that's why i'm like it is a big deal that he's it, still it doing it this mm-hmm. way at this I mean, age. it is wild to think about in the 90s we were like, hey, look, Rakim's making a comeback, right? Mm-hmm. But like, Rakim was, what, in the 90s would have been uh, 34? Yeah, like, exactly. That's... <laughs> no, that's right. when he would have been in the 2000s. In the 90s, mm-hmm. that man would have been in his mid-20s. And we were mm-hmm. talking about, hey, he felt, because, you know, he got started so young. Um, what he was Yeah, like, like 10 years, yeah, 10, yeah. 15 years later, it's like 98. He's like, oh, I'm 26, you guys, what do you mean? <laughs> Not a comeback, I was just, just over there. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Come on. That's amazing. Uh, no, shout out um, to Hope. He fucking did it again. And as always, it's beaten to death. He didn't write that shit down that he did on the Khaled shit. He, that shit was in his brain, and he went into the booth. But he, but he, do, he doesn't oh ever write. It just... That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. Like, what? Dude, how, man? As someone who writes it down, I'm like, how did you do this your entire career? Not one time. You just got into the booth and made Every hit that we know, we're like, that's my favorite Jay-Z song. He didn't write it down. He went to the booth and fucking rapped it. Yo. Did that for some of your favorite rappers, too. Just wrote it down so they knew what it was. That's crazy. (laughs) Snoop made a career out of that, too, though. Whole Avengers, baby. Let's see. Uh, Van Twinblade. Uh, The show is one month out. So far, it's Alley Catch versus Sonny Kiss. Dan Housen versus Cody Lane. Mm -hmm. And a fight for uh, STL Indie Pride with Delirious and Matt Seidel versus uh, Dad Horse and Dan the Dad, faces, uh, the faces of yesterday versus the faces of today. Thank you, Van Twinblade. Always appreciate it. Shout out to Glory Pro. That's going to be a big yeah. show. And shout out to Jennifer, who says, Morning, gents. Great reporting, Will. Love the analysis. Peace. Phil, uh, Reg, indeed has been a joy. Love Thank seeing you. y'all thrive. Keep being amazing. Much love. We just uh, having yeah, a lot of fun you. on it. We having so we, much fun. It's like we had some just, great stuff come out, out this week. We had, yeah. Uh, yeah, Phil had a piece on um, CM Punk. And... Now, honestly, Phil is destroying it right now. Every time a new piece comes out, I'm like, yo, my guy's out here tearing these words. Ugh. Shout Appreciate out to you. Phil, man. What's your uh, what's your regiment like? What when you're like, I'm about to get into writing. Like, how does it how does it go down? You said, what's my regimen? Uh, yeah. I am a big procrastinator, so I am a big yeah, writing at yeah. night guy mm-hmm. um, or very early in the morning. 
and uh, I, I I very rarely plan out what I'm gonna write. I sometimes sit down and, and decide like what are the what are all the beats that I want to hit, mm-hmm. um, and then I'll just make sure I hit them all in one sitting. I very rarely like do like what you're supposed to do, right? Like an outline <laughs> and everything, uh, because again, I'm Outlines. always last minute. Yeah, come uh, on. So. That's dope. That's super dope, man. I I hella procrastinate. I don't even know why Kevin gives me deadlines. I'm like, oh, it's due tomorrow. Damn. All right. Let me get out these 1000 words. I'm just kidding, Kevin. I'll be preparing. I'll be shooting all <laughs> the whole time, like two weeks in advance. I'll be like, blam, 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 blam. PWI 500 is coming out. I have the copy in my cell phone right now. You guys, it's going down. It's going to be with that big Roman <laughs> picture on it. Scurry and double that next week. Grapsity episode whatever episode it is the bw 500 dropping it will be announced here the number one participant we're doing grapsity on friday this week though right? yes that actually yeah. makes it better for me so the BW heads up 500 people, baby special edition of grapsity this friday because we got some Saturday travels happening, and uh, well, actually, it's not about the Saturday travels because I'll actually be in Chicago at the time of Grapsity. And more has to do with the fact that there's a big pay per view happening Saturday yeah. afternoon. Clash of the Th- Castle. Thanks WWE for deciding <laughs> to put two pay per views in the same weekend with all the rest of this wrestling. You Appreciate guys. you guys. So, what about time, WWE? And we this... like your show again, yo. Yeah. Come on. So we were moving to Friday this week in order to not clash with the clash at the oh castle. i see what he um, did there big deal uh, so i feel like since uh jennifer brought it up i would uh mention and actually there's a couple more super chats um but because mike from indeed said take my money and my love uh happy saturday no typos today that is all and eloquent hey, said shout out to my homie uh, really mm-hmm. quick shout out to my homie mike from indeed that message that he sent earlier about my album was super dope that's why i do this shit i'm the battle never stops i'm back on the fucking mic some dope shit's gonna come out and some dope really dope super dope incredibly dope things are gonna happen very soon hopefully when they announce the release uh, <laughs> says great scoop will good to see more brothers in that space shout out um, to eloquent as always he's fucking yeah. killing it out there get eloquent.bandcamp.com he has some really amazing work going on there yeah and uh hey your boy is in that space right um i didn't know you were a scoopster yeah. will I, I actually have been learning a lot this week i'm like yo i talk to this guy every single day and i didn't know that he was one of the AEW insiders. Yo, but I'm not a reporter. <laughs> hey, man. I, I just want to point so out. Stop that, reporting at me. <laughs> I, man, Rich, I, I know we showed uh, we showed Will this at one point, but remember we used to te- we used to text all the time, and, and mm-hmm. it would be like, man, could take this thing over. This is us. Yes. Like we can do this. And Legit. It's like, now when I'm look now when I look at it, like we've got a podcast going. You know, I'm a feature writer. My man is doing scoops now. We like, did. Th- this is exactly what we said, Yo, bro. Let, we need to me... do this. We need to occupy this space. We need to have so, our voices out here and our voices. We, we out did here. manifest the vision. Mm-hmm. Let me say, though, I, so I've got some background story and some elaboration on this scoop. By the way, FightfulSelect.com. Um, I, I wrote my first Fightful Select story. It's not the first story that I've contributed to Fightful Select. How do you have time, time to scoop, bro? You have a family. You got a job. You got all this kinds was the of first shit. You got time to scoop. <laughs> this was Man, the first time that my name was 
officially on one. Um, that was kind of a change I had talked about with Sean. And uh, so my name is on this one. Um, so here's how the story kind of came together. Because uh, I had actually been working on it for a few days. This wasn't one of those things that came out the day of, or that came about the day of. It was uh, a friend of mine had set me up with kind of a, a, a mutual person at um, Warner. And we were actually, original conversation actually started about um, things not related to AEW. It was actually more about other stuff happening at Warner Brothers Discovery. Um, because I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a whole lot of shit happening at Warner Brothers Discovery right now. Um, yeah. Uh, and I thought. Yeah, Ezra. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, I've got this man here and um, I know what department he, he represents. Uh, I wanted to um, basically just ask. Uh, I'm like, so all elite wrestling. Um, and it was a very brief conversation, but pretty much I got some good details. And, uh, and so it was like, okay, so the internet kind of has this all framed as you guys kind of having a bit of a, um, uh, as I put in the article, an adversarial relationship. And they're like, I don't know where that shit comes from because no, there's, there's no adversarial relationship at all. Like we, we talk about ideas. We talk kind of frequently and we, um, we literally just trusted them with our biggest property, uh, game of Thrones. And, uh discovery's biggest property shark week and as we merged into a company we have trusted them with both in the span of a month like there's no adversarial relationship there is no sense uh, they're like now of course you know it's going to come negotiation time and um the as far as that was concerned it was like uh they're like i can't really talk about the terms of any of that because i don't know what that's going to end up being because we we're not there yet there's still plenty of time left i put that in the article um but as far as any of that is concerned uh they're like we're fine we we have a good relationship um and so i was like okay is this like turning into a story and so i was like let me take this and i ended up talking with aw officials about this and i was like okay so this is what i got from uh warner brothers do you care to comment on any of this and then like i said that's where it just all kind of came together and i was working on that story i was originally going to put it out tuesday and then um it was like okay that story is no i was going to put it out wednesday originally wednesday was the original plan and then somehow wednesday turned into thursday and Thursday, it was like, no, all that stuff with uh, Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara and all the backstage stuff had dropped. And I'm like, okay, not the right time for this article. Mm -hmm. And then Friday, I was going to put it out. And Friday morning, I wake up, read The Observer. I see a headline in there that says, and not even a headline. It was actually really just a passing thing. But um, it was a note from Meltzer. And he had said that the... Uh, that Warner Brothers Discovery has told AEW to tone down the language. And I went, well, that's like counter what my article was about. So let me, uh, let me like ask about that because I feel like um, this is, I feel like it would contradict my article to put this out now. So I went back to both sides, Warner Brothers Discovery and AEW. And I was like, 
um, hey, can you give me an update on this this edict about um, toning down the language? And first comment I got was, we don't know anything about that. What are you talking about? And, um, and I'm like, okay, that's weird. Uh, and so then AEW was straight up like, uh, no, there's been no... Um, there's been nothing about that from the network. And we think what happened was during the all talent meeting, there was a portion of the all talent meeting about promos and specifically about not taking liberties with promos and, um, and not going into business for yourself and things along those lines. And one of the things that was said by Tony, as far as all of that was concerned was, uh, and I verified this with multiple wrestlers, by the way, um, and they've all said, yeah, of course, Tony said that, uh, one of the things that was said was, Hey, there are families watching. There's, um, executives watching, like you guys have to tone it down. That's not to say that the network said you have to tone it down. That was Tony saying, Hey, you know, clean up the promos here. Um, Tony's so, trying to play nice with the executives. If you have so, <laughs> a cleaner product, then it looks better when you, when it's time to re up. Right. So. Um, because I did see that, uh, again, I'm an observer subscriber. I can see on the, the observer boards, I saw that Brian Alvarez had kind of pushed back on my reporting saying that, no, I asked around and they, they were told to tone it down. But what I specifically was saying in my article was that there was nothing from the network that said tone it down. That was specifically from Tony saying tone it down. And it's more about taking liberties with promos and less about the content of the show because i think the way people were running with it was um oh well you know obviously a they're coming down on on the show it's gonna become a pg show um <laughs> you know this is obviously what the network wants now that's not the case it was simply tony trying to bring things kind of get more of a hold back on um promos and like because the thing was there used to only be like two shits dropped per show Right. Um, and then all of a sudden now there's like five per promo. Mm -hmm. And I think it's more about getting that back under control and less about um, the network trying to censor things. I, I, that's what I. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm under the impression that it is, and that's what I put in the story. And again, FightfulSelect.com uh, for just $5. Um, <laughs> Let's go, baby. We'll say, uh, look, I'm out here in the game. I'm going to be all the way at the top. I'm going for the head 
the HNIC. You want we we talking scoops? We talking scoops, baby. Let's go. You talk about and look. look I had it coming go. at me. I had it coming at me both ways yesterday, right? Because on one end, um, you know, the Meltzer. Uh, the, so EO had said that uh, she said in an interview yesterday that she was uh, considering going back to Japan, and I, I was like, look, y'all owe Meltzer an apology. Like this, um, this was what more than he was one, reporting. honestly. Yeah, like this was what was being reported. And I got people in my mentions talking about, oh, look at you, Dick Ride Meltzer, right? But then uh, literally like two hours later, I <laughs> put out a piece that um, that corrects something that Meltzer had reported. And because I don't think he was incorrectly report. I mean, it was incorrectly reported, but I will say that it, it wasn't more so with any... Mm malice or so much fake information as much as it was a misread right. i think of the information he received i think he did receive correct information that from talent somebody in that meeting said yeah we were told to tone it down and i think he read that as we were told to tone it down because network executives could be watching right so right. i think he read that as well the network wants them to tone it down um whereas no the network didn't say anything about that that was tony trying to get ahead of it um and uh, but either way, I put out a story that contradicts Tony, uh, that contradicts Dave, and so on both ends, I'm seeing the "Oh, look at you going after Dave! Good job!" from all of Dave's haters, and then also from Dave's haters are coming at me like, "Oh, look at you, Dick writing Dave because you're saying that he was right stop about trying, something." Guys, stop trying to box my guy in, man. I'm but, saying, yeah, you can't do both, guys. I don't dislike Dave Meltzer at all. No, um, I think. Has he said some boneheaded shit? Sure. Yes, he's um, an old man. I said it before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but has he also been doing this longer than anybody in the game? Absolutely. Far. And uh, do do I agree with every take he has? No. No. Uh, <laughs> no, I think we have – we've had similar tastes in pro wrestling. I think um, a five-star Dave Meltzer match is usually kind of a five-star match in my book. But yeah. he's had – Four star matches that I've said were five stars, yeah. um, and so um, I don't know. Either way, it's been a very interesting week. Uh, this week was, but Let's that's pretty go, much baby. Uh, how all of that. We about to take together. over the game is how all of that. That's what it's leading to. It's <laughs> yeah, to be our. Space. I mean, look, I, I will say that if I have the opportunity to, uh, and that's kind of what's kind of going to change with me lately is. Um, I, for the most part, have avoided putting my name to any scoops or stories I've gotten for the sake of kind of protecting people close to me. You guys know I have friends in the business and I'm related to somebody and I don't want anybody thinking that that's who's feeding me stuff because right. that's not the case. Mm -hmm. um, and so, uh, right. But it is one Super of those. not the case at all, honestly. Like, I, I hate that people are going to think that and it's like you guys are so funny. and so that's why i don't want to that's why for a long time i haven't put my name to stuff because i don't mm -hmm. don't want that but at the same time like uh no nah, i i think for the most part I, I i will start putting my name to a lot more stuff but at the same time i, I, I will I, start putting my name that's <laughs> what you're doing here you're getting the bars <laughs> off already <laughs> yo uh, look man you know how hard it is <laughs> to search for uh, to vanity search myself, by the way, yeah, because can. like if I do a search for Will Washington, the first thing I saw yesterday was uh, Will Washington follow uh, California's lead <laughs> on uh, banning certain cars. But of course, you know, it's the beginning of the article. Right. So right. Will is capitalized. So it literally says Will Washington, like my name would be spelled out. Mm -hmm. um, and that 
is the stuff I've had to deal with. The first, I can't. If I try to turn on alerts for my own name, I get. Uh, Why the hell would you want to do that? <laughs> that is a terrible idea. I Don't know, right? ever do that. I know people. Waffle. I know people who do because, of course, they have more not like names that wouldn't just be used in random sentences, but like literally any questions about things that are going on in Congress always start with. Uh, will Washington? Will, yeah, yeah, they always start with, "Will Washington be listening to the American people?" <laughs> no, the answer is no. <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, will Washington be listening to the American people?" Bro, that's why. Why do you think I uh, use the name Righteous Reg, man? I don't want to like. It's it's way easier to vanity search Righteous Reg. I'm gonna find it. So, like, I know they're talking about me. If I use my yeah. real name, they're gonna I could be anybody. Could be anything. Yeah, I've, I've used my real name too long. I there was. There's no turning back now. No, no, you're out here now. I've been podcasting 17 years, mm-hmm. and uh, like a dummy, it, when I was 17, I was like, yeah, I'm going to just be myself. Just I mean, WWE used to do it. They'll just rebrand you. Like, you used to have a whole career. They're like, no, actually, you're this now. <laughs> yeah, that could be you. You could be like, no, actually, I'm just this now. Now I'm Wilson Frank. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> now, two, two things from this. First of all, uh, that's Am dope. I gonna be out here, by the way, like Tony Atlas coming out like Samba Simba? Or, uh... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, bro, I saw him for seventeen years. He's Will Washington. He's not that guy. Anyway, I'm sorry, no, Go ahead, Bill. But the 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 funny thing in this is is you being on Meltzer's uh, radar and looking at stuff, and being like, wait a minute, that's not true. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that's not true. Like, that that's hilarious. wild in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, all of those people that were doing the. Man, Meltzer's a liar We're on this EO thing. Uh, he got it from somewhere. And I always thought it was weird always. that people just assumed that, all right, well, he, he just made that up. That, no, no, he got that Never. from somewhere. And so when, when he was proven right, I still saw people that were going, well, he was still wrong. No, he wasn't. She confirmed that he was right. <laughs> and I think, it's, I think it's missed on people because some people will be like, well, she and said he was lying. That she talked to stardom. Like, mm-hmm. um... Right. So, yeah, you'll have some people that will be like, well, she said he was wrong. Why do you guys think there is any reason why the wrestler wouldn't come out and say that, they, that he's wrong? Of course, in some ways, they don't want you to know that he's They're right. Always uh, gonna say, he's yeah. Wrong. Some some wrestlers also, are going to detract and say, no, he's wrong. Of course, mm-hmm. that's what they th- that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Also, she never said he was wrong. All she posted right. was rumors in an emoji, and people this were is like, what, <laughs> "This is what I'm saying." And I, I I said that yesterday. I was like, he wasn't wrong, and that's and so. I think the thing with Dave that people are missing, because I think people have this reputation in their mind with Dave, of they don't like his opinions, they don't like his star ratings, they don't like blah, 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 blah. None of that has anything to do with his reporting, though. Different. It's yep. like, if, if, if you just don't like him as a person, you don't like his content, cool, don't listen to it. But to just act like none of his reporting is, is valid, that's just not true. That's just simply not true. I'll say this about Dave's reporting, though. I'll say a place where I think he might be misguided right now. And uh, I had someone in AEW ask me yesterday, or they, they weren't, didn't really ask, but they were like, I don't know what's going on with, uh, with all of his doom and gloom talk over AEW as of late. And I said, oh, because he's got WCW PTSD. Um, mm. And yeah. uh, I said, uh, he looks at everything through the lens of, well, you saw what happened at WCW. And so... Uh, it could all happen here. Mm-hmm. Could, but um, 
I think the issue right now is that uh, WCW and ECW died in the same month, essentially. So he's going to be stuck in that forever because that was his news was that's all his news was. He's forever going to be like, well, that happened. That could happen to anybody, even though like Impact's been around for like 20, 20 years. years. Ring of Honor's been, they've been trying to get years. Impact. Out they've been trying to get time. Impact out of here since day one. They've been like, this is going to fail. They're never going to make it 20 years later. They're still out here. Yeah, as a matter of fact, ECW and WCW, kind of the exceptions now. Because, mm. like, otherwise, Yo. wrestling companies have been getting all Yo. these. They're old, Yo. man. Shout, shout out to Devil Kazuya. That is now Will Washington's new name. Cal California. That's your name. Oh, let's go, baby. <laughs> Cal California. Oh, Cal California. That's hard. Cal I like California. Cal California. That, that is definitely your WWE name. Cal <laughs> California. <laughs> You hit level up. NXT like that's been my name the whole time. Cal grab the mic just buddy. after winning one time and just Cal be like, California. My name is not Will. It's Cal. <laughs> Cal California is so fucking funny, dude. Cal California. <laughs> no, but like for real though, I feel like um, the problem I'm having with wrestling right now is that people view professional wrestling as a zero-sum game, and Mm -hmm. it is not. Uh, I think that, for example, every single time, and and keep in mind, I am having the most fun I've had watching WWE programming in ages. There's nothing I know better than WWE programming. As much as people come to me and they're like, wow, you really know AEW. Guys, I have been watching WWE my entire life. I know know that shit like the back of my hand. I know it's history really well. I know WCW's history really well, but I know WWE's history very, very well. Very few things I know better than WWE. Um, and every single time WWE's um, something comes out touting WWE success, and they should, except for tout. Um, but they should be touting <laughs> WWE success uh, because uh, because because the ratings are up. Um, attendance is doing crazy numbers right it. now. They're killing it. They Survivor are Series great. sold out and, <laughs> so fast. <laughs> and the perception of the programming itself is up. So, like, yep. by every metric, things are up. You look at cage match ratings. The reviews are great on mm-hmm. shows. Uh, the attendance numbers, all up across the board. Ratings are work, all up. Work rate up, buddy. Two, I mean, two, although... SmackDown's down year over year, but I mean, just kind of overall, it's it's all doing really great. Yeah. WWE is on a hot streak right now, mm-hmm. but again, professional wrestling is not a zero sum game. Um, and so I say that to say that there's this immediate thought that I keep seeing whenever something great for WWE keeps happening, and they're like, "Oh, it's over for AEW." Mm-hmm. And I thought, but AEW's ratings are like the same, yeah. um, and so I don't know where the uh, the perception is, I mean, I get where it comes from because in the nineties, that was the case in the early two thousands. It was the case where, um, you had two companies, not just competing, competing on the same night. And so mm-hmm. that meant that it had to be a zero sum game. If one is doing well, that would have to mean that the other is losing. Um, and, uh, that is kind of the idea that people have had in their heads for a long time, where if one's winning, the other must be losing. Right. And that's not true in like most industries, right? We we talk about the fact that like I play Xbox, right? Phil, you play Xbox, 
Reg, you play Xbox. Mm-hmm. What's the most popular console out there? PlayStation. PlayStation. <laughs> PlayStation is the most popular <laughs> console out there, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, again, the gaming industry, not a zero-sum game. It's not the case of, well, PlayStation has the most uh, players, so therefore Xbox has failed. Mm-hmm. Xbox wouldn't say it that way. They would see it as, now ah, we're still, we still have a money-making division here, yep. um, and we still have millions of players on our system and there's still the that's pc what... niggas too like yeah. another <laughs> another part of it you know what i mean like no there's so many moving parts to this and, it's and, not one and done like and then to, div- to divide this thing up phil and i are android users yep reg has an iphone mm-hmm. iphone is the most popular individual selling phone out there Android is the most popular operating system out there because mm-hmm. there's multiple different Android phones. And so therefore, but the most singular brand of phone, the, the most popular is the iPhone. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at it from those two different directions, neither one, neither side is looking at it as well. They have more users, so we must be losing. We must be a failure. It's, it's over for us. Like that's not how it works in industries with competing brands. Um, Yep. You can have success while the other is more successful. And I feel like mm-hmm. when I think about um, the wrestling industry right now, I look at the fact that there are two brands right now that can claim number one spots on their respective nights. Yep. Holy shit. Yes. When's the last time that's happened? The fact that you can say that there are long time that there are now two brands right now. And WWE is on a hot streak right now. When is the last time you've been able to say that? Summer of Punk uh, Mm. 2011? I feel Mm. like I haven't felt this strongly about the brand in a long time. And without the cautious optimism, because I I will say I felt excited in 2000 or 2014. Brian Danielson is WWE champion. Yes, movement is happening. But of course I'm like, but they also feuded him with Kane in a time where I didn't want to see Kane no more. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so again cautious optimism because it's like there's exciting stuff but also vince is still in control i don't feel that right now Mm-mm. that's that's great that's a I, great i'm a little ca- i'm a little cautious i'm, I'm gonna be honest. like it, it's good and i'm enjoying what's happening but i you know but part of me still is looking like all right well i don't want this other shoe to drop so it, it's only been a, about a month right so i'm still like i i don't know uh, the reason i don't have that cautiousness anymore is because i feel like the only times the other shoe has dropped for me has always been vince related shit exactly (laughs) and it's always stuff that he would do Mm -hmm. but it's not stuff like i've seen hunter with the book and i have seen that hey he doesn't do that shit he Mm -hmm. doesn't suddenly cut somebody's legs off because uh I mean, look, he doesn't, he hasn't like cut somebody's legs off just based on his own feeling. He hasn't been like, hey, I know how the fans are reacting to things, but mm-hmm. I don't fucking care. So right. I'm just going to. Oh, wait, do- what? what? As a booker or as a character? That's two Book- different things. As a booker. Oh, booker. As a booker. Yeah. I, I mean, because as a character, he's absolutely done that. Oh, Definitely. Several times. <laughs> <laughs> but what I mean is, I'm, I'm strictly talking about um, my knowing his history as a. Um, a 
Booker in NXT, where it's like, okay, he listened to the NXT audience. He knew what was working and was like, I'm just going to go with the flow and go with what the fans do. And as long as you have somebody who's willing to do that. Mm -hmm. And now we have somebody who's willing to do that on both sides, Mm -hmm. who's willing to just work for their fans. And that's all I've ever wanted is professional wrestling. I I agree with that. Fucking fans. I agree with that. But at the same time, that's why I think it's so funny that some fans keep posting that that uh, Triple H uh, promo at Punk because that's the opposite of what you're saying. He's mm-hmm. not with the fans in that promo. He's with mm-hmm. the company and what the company <laughs> says is best. And right. so I think it's weird that people are like, ah, he's speaking to us now and he's speaking for us while also posting this promo that is not speaking for you. It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't take that side, though. No. Because ha- that, that that's silly, right? But, like, really, you should just be working for the fans, and that's all I want to see. That's and, look, it. one of the things we're talking about here is the return of Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. Johnny's back. Johnny Wrestling. He returned this past Monday uh, in a very surprise moment. Uh, yeah. There was no hype. There was no buildup. There was Nothing. no, like, stay tuned after this segment because something major is happening. There's no limousine pulling up and some ladies' legs get out. And you're like, whatever happened to those ladies' legs? Right. Whose legs were those? Mm-hmm. Rock? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this was sorry, legit. Was, on that. But, yeah, right. <laughs> this legit was like I looked down at my phone and then I heard Johnny Gargano's theme and I was like, "Oh shit, Johnny Gargano!" Yeah, it was the same like, thing. It I was, wasn't. <laughs> I think I was like fixing a plate of food and I look, turn around and I'm like, "Oh shit, what the mm. hell? Johnny Gargano's here." Um, that could have happened any week, and right. they chose this week at, in front of a hot Toronto crowd. And yeah, Johnny Wrestling's back. Yep. This is. This is amazing. Um, and again, not a zero sum game. This isn't a case of because I saw it all over social media. Oh, look, Tony Khan loses. Johnny Gargano chose WWE. They didn't want him, y'all. I hate to, I hate to break this to y'all, but they didn't want him. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. So, so I've heard it two ways. I've heard that talent wanted him maybe not they didn't want him is a little bit and my my guess on talent would be thinking about the bucks yeah that's everybody's friend adam cole yeah thinking about those guys i could see that they wanted him but i am told that uh there was just kind of a, a step back of like there was no rush to get him there was no like uh we gotta have johnny gargano now because they're kind of took a look at the landscape of, of things. And I said this back in January when we were talking about where's Johnny Gargano going to end up. And I know Phil and I had a bit of a debate on that because my feeling was, I don't see where he fits in on this roster. And the general feeling is, look, if you have somebody like Johnny Gargano, you find a place to fit him in. Um, but I'm like, you know, on a roster that's got as many guys as it's got, the way they've got Brian Danielson, the way they've got John Moxley, CM Punk, Adam Cole, Kenny Omega, and now we're about to be at a point of having all those, having all those guys back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do have to ask, like, where would Johnny have fit there? Uh, I I think there was stuff they could have done with him, but when I say they didn't want him, I mean if there was a real effort to get him, they would have gotten him. Especially right. like in the last for like, for months. nine months, bro. Like you think he would have stayed out there nine months if they really really wanted to get him? They would have put the offer on the table to get him. Um, right. And so yeah. I. 
I, I just think people that are doing that, that victory dance, like, ah, you guys couldn't get him. Like, no, I think if, if they wanted that to happen, if he wanted to be there, then it would have happened. And that's why I'm like, hey, he made the best decision for him. He made a great decision in, in letting the landscape, um, you know, play out first and then making his decision on where to go. Great for him. I'm glad he's where he wants to be. Uh, we don't have to make this a, oh, they didn't get him, so they lost thing. That's kind of stupid to me. I, it is to me, too. I, I think that... Because one of the benefits WWE has with their landscape um, that AEW doesn't have, but also I don't want them to have because I think it sucks, um, is that they do have the ability to shuffle around wrestlers, right? They mm -hmm. have, like, I hate the brand split. It's my least favorite thing in wrestling right now. Um, but it is helpful when you have a roster full of people that if you do see, oh, I don't, don't see where this person could be slotted in with this roster, good news, I have another one. Right. And so yeah. they do have a mechanism in place to to shuffle people, to move people around, to make sure that um, you can fit people in wherever you can. And Johnny Gargano I, always at the the real core of this is his dad's there and he has to make his dad proud. Come on, he, man. That's, that's his life goal, to make his dad Shawn Michaels proud at WrestleMania, <laughs> hitting his pose, fireworks going off behind him. Come on, you know that was going to happen. I, I, I immediately started it. Does Johnny enter from the rafters? Oh, uh, yeah. As oh, Michael come on, Cole, bro. Oh, Michael my Cole God. screams, the boyhood <laughs> dream. That was has in his contract. He's like, look, I'll come back right now if I can do the wrestling. <laughs> what a ride. Uh, like, <laughs> ride me down, bro. Uh, no, I, I thought about that immediately when he got in the ring and ran around the circle like HBK does constantly. Mm, and I dad. was like, all right. Uh, yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm happy for Johnny, though. I, yeah, I'm happy for Johnny. I was happy to see him back. And. Uh, one of the things that is being uh, very apparent in Hunter's WWE, and I think a big part of this is also just Hunter having booked the other part of it. I think had he not, he probably wouldn't have cared as much. Mm -hmm. But Hunter being so attached to old NXT storylines yeah. um, is a good thing. Mm -hmm. I know I've seen debates this week, some tongue-in-cheek, some were serious, about um, – you know, what can you really introduce NXT storylines to an audience that wasn't really watching NXT? Can you really reference them? Guys, that stuff exists. Yep. They're yeah, trying to pitch um, a network. Yo, like, hey, you again, can watch all this on Peacock if you really want to catch like, up. Because I, I always think that's weird because I always think about the fact that, um, again, using an analogy here, we'll take Marvel movies, for example. <laughs> Marvel movies constantly reference stuff that happened in other Marvel movies, right? You can't guarantee that everybody's seen every Marvel movie, especially now that there's like 27 of them. Right. But they're out there and they exist. And if you want to get the reference, go watch it. It right. exists. If you don't get the reference, that's okay too. Right. It, then it wasn't for you. Yeah, I watched and, No Way Home. Um, this When I watched No Way Home, I didn't know what anybody was talking <laughs> about. I didn't know why everybody was so excited in the theater. I didn't know what was going on. They were referencing all kind of shit. But I enjoyed it. I had a great time. I wasn't like, I didn't get what they were talking about, so I didn't like this movie. I was like, no, that was a cool movie. No, yeah, listen. My, 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 brother, my, my brother called me this morning to ask about it because he's like, uh, he because he had never seen Johnny Garon. He's like, literally, I've never watched an episode of NXT. My brother watches wrestling, right? But like, mm -hmm. He just, he can't, it, it's too much for him if it's outside of the realm of Dynamite, Raw, or SmackDown. He will not mm. watch Rampage. He will not watch um, NXT. Not going to watch Impact. Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite. That's, That's it. it. That okay. is what he watches. And so, he needs to replace that SmackDown, though. That shit is not really. <laughs> Actually, you know what? 
He does not watch SmackDown either. It's okay. Raw and Dynamite. Those are his mm-hmm. shows. He watches Raw Just and flagship. Dynamite. Flagships mm-hmm. only. Yeah. He mm-hmm. watches flagships only. It's all he watches. So he asked me. He was like, so um, he's like, who is Johnny Gargano? And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I don't get why you would know who that is if you have literally never watched NXT. And he was like, yeah. He was like, I kind of gathered from his promo that he's from NXT. Um, and I guess he had something to do with, uh, obviously, he had something to do with Austin Theory. And I'm like, yeah. And uh, so I explain the way to him and all of that stuff. And he got it. Um, but, again, that's all it takes as a wrestling fan. For people to think it's so complicated of, oh, no, nothing was explained to me. I'm going to die. Like, that's mm-hmm. not how that works. What, what wrestling <laughs> world do they live in where that happens, by the way? Because there is no world where you say, I don't know something, and 30 wrestling fans won't show up to explain it to you because right. wrestling fans know everything, and they make sure to tell you that every time they get a chance. So yeah. where, where do you think that that happens? This is a communal experience. If you say you don't know something, someone will smart you up. That's right. how it happens. And, and that was as easy as it was for my brother. And, uh, yeah, he got it. He's like, okay, this is, this is Johnny Gargano. Okay, cool. So now I know this guy. I know that, obviously, the fans knew who he was, so it was a big deal. Look, you can't – and the thing is, WWE is doing a lot of this right now. They're doing a lot mm-hmm. of, like, bringing people in and just kind of assuming, like, look, this is somebody from NXT doing things they were doing in NXT. You're – just keep following along. You'll mm. eventually get it. They're like, yeah. I prepped you for this. You you know what this is. Yeah, I'm, I'm into it, man. I've complained for a long time that they just didn't, like, they would act like they didn't exist before they got to the brand, which was like, no, yeah. dude, like, we remember the character. I just watched them lose on Wednesday, and then they're back on Monday as a different person. What are you doing? Like, continue what I saw on the network that you sent and you, you primed thing- me to fucking watch. What are you talking about? I am so excited for Johnny Gargano versus Cody Rhodes. That is going to be the most dramatic oh match of all God. time. That is going to be that is going to be the facial expressions, the zoom ins, oh, everything about it. Fifty false finishes. Fifty false finishes. The zoom ins are gonna go crazy. I five swear. stars. Jeez, oh, no man, I'm I'm glad Gargano is is back on television. Um, I don't care where he wrestles. I'm just glad he's back on television. Yeah, a guy uh, like that needs to be on a professional wrestling show, like, no matter what show it is. Like, Johnny Gargano loves this shit. That's not fake. That's not nothing. That's really him. He wants to be out there wrestling. So to see him go get that reception in fucking Canada, you know, they... Ooh, that, they is a, that is a lie, buddy. Oh, I don't know. I'm sorry. I just saw the comment. Gargano as a baby face is better than Cody as a baby face. That is a lie right now, buddy. Cody is Cody is one of the right now. In I mean, that said, Cody was in WWE for all of three months. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, if you back up his baby face run for the last year. Yeah, but I would even say right now, like if you look at the reactions when Cody was coming out and, and high fiving people in the crowd, it's it's different than when Gargano just walked around. There were a lot of people in that crowd that didn't know who Gargano was. Um, yeah. It's just it's not the same. It's levels. And speaking of levels, I I wonder what do you guys think of them just cold dropping him on TV? Because I think it worked because of whatever everything else that's going on around it. Because, like I said last week, the, the release is kind of the new NXT call-up. Mm-hmm. And so now every time somebody that release comes back, there's this excitement around it. But I did feel like, all right, this is just kind of out of the blue. And he just came out and did a random promo 
and they tried to slide the theory stuff in there to go see there's a story here but i kind of wish they brought him back as part of an angle um i mean we got the, i feel like theory is the angle um, that they're just going to go with him versus Theory as the, the feud going forward. Right, and I think Gargano is such a unique case because he did so much in NXT. It's like, if you don't yeah. remember all, he's been here for this long and was a champion, of the, all the champions and all this, it's kind of like, but yeah, I, I think it could have it, it could have worked a little bit more if they, you know, primed it a little bit more before dropping him, but I think it worked out for him because I think the yeah. release is... People knew about him. People have been hearing his name for nine months. He's been in the news, even if not signed to a company. So, Yeah, cool. I mean, it was going to hit regardless. But I just think that the way that people do returns now has changed so much. It's not a matter yeah. of, uh, all right, well, we don't know he's coming back. So I saw some people that were like, oh, unannounced is the best way to do it. And yes and no. I just feel like it's it depends on who it is. I, I feel like right. AEW has proven that you don't have to keep it a surprise. It could still work if you do it the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a little cold um, just in the sense of because it just happened literally out of nowhere. It was just yeah. a they was just dropped into the show and there wasn't even like any hints that something was happening. Um, but that said, it was still an exciting thing. I do feel like um, I do miss built-up returns. WWE yeah. hasn't done a built-up return in a long time. Uh, and what I mean by that, like, of course, they hyped Cena coming back for his anniversary, but he ain't been here since. Um, <laughs> the but Drop like new merch on us. That's why he came back, just to yep. give us the new merch. Yep. Yeah, looking like Ernest out there. But uh, <laughs> the I have been thinking about um, how Hunter, he's a good example. His return, beautiful day, right? They played those video packages, video promos, had people on the edge of their seat, and then Madison Square Garden, they screamed their goddamn heads off mm. for the return of Hunter. I think about Kurt Angle and what song was that? Was it Clocks, I think, um, that played through uh, his return? And uh, pretty man. much like all of Jericho's returns, like, but you, you didn't. Like you knew it was Jericho, but they wanted to give up perception it wasn't Jericho. But like it was like Jericho's coming back. It felt like a big deal. I, I, you know I, mean? I do feel like I, I would like to see WWE do more hype returns from injuries. I think mm-hmm. that it, yeah. they, for whatever reason, just didn't do that. Like I, I felt, um, I remember in what was that 2017. Uh, I I felt very shortchanged by the fact that they just cold brought. Finn Balor back mm-hmm. from his shoulder injury and we're like y'all didn't do nothing about his rehab and none of that like that was a guy who had to relinquish the universal title they did um, it for Rollins I guess when he was out with his knee injury they, they had no they didn't he just there. returned at uh extreme he, rules he just he, came out of the crowd and just pedigreed Roman and we're mm. like look who's back <laughs> but there was no oh problem. they did they did the rollout after he came yeah back. they did the rollout he, yeah after. he at least has right. stuff afterwards like Balor yeah. didn't even get that right yeah mm-hmm so I, I would have, uh, and so I'm hoping now that there is a little bit more like, hey, guys who are from injury, like Cody, Cody should very yeah. much have a, especially uh, considering how much that guy loves the spotlight, like that guy needs to have cameras following him right now, filming everything he's doing on the couch right now, like every man. little thing. And then you put together an awesome video montage of Cody's return and his 
build up to getting back in shape, him at the gym, him practicing at the Nightmare Factory, every single thing you can get of Cody Rhodes preparing. Uh, are you for kidding this me? Return. If they're not filming that, he's filming it. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Somebody, <laughs> somebody has a camera in the Rhodes household right now on film. Yo, Pharaoh was sitting behind the camera. He got to get somebody behind the camera. Big facts. He's like, yo, start shooting. I'm coming back. I'm in the yeah, gym. Like, Bring if there's the ever anybody who deserves to have a big video hype promo return it's gotta be cody rose cody. <laughs> nah, yeah, i don't think he needs to be cold dropped in he needs to be like cody's coming back bro on this day and because it'll sell tickets too it's cody like yeah no mm-hmm. put put it on cody yeah uh hey so i want to read a couple more super chats uh orion ben says with the gargano raw grap city favorite return uh or favorite all-time return <coughs> um they're asking what our favorite all-time return is uh, to, in what way? Because I mean, I my answer is, is different. If it's from injury or if it's just return to wrestling, if it's return to wrestling, it's punk Stand all day. Uh, if if it's just from injury, like I feel like the answer is a little different. Uh, I will say return to wrestling just because punk is has already been said. I'm gonna jump ten years prior, and I will say that The Rock returning to wrestling in 2011 was so good. And so important because he had uh, become such an A-list name and did it while, like, abandoning um, uh, all things wrestling. Matter of fact, there's there's a running joke, right, that uh, I've been running with for a long time and I see on Twitter every once in a while. Um, But I know there's some younger fans who don't remember this. But if you ever see somebody use the joke, hey, Raw fans, DJ here. What that was (laughs) was... In DJ, 2000- that's so nasty. I know. In 2008, The Rock was promoting a movie. I can't even remember which movie it was. But he appeared on USA Network to promote it. And he acted like he had never seen wrestling before. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't The Rock. He showed up and he goes, hey, Raw fans, DJ here. Nasty. And I'm here to talk to you about my movie. Blah, 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 blah. And people were so mad because they're like, Raw fans, DJ here. Who the fuck is this guy? You literally made a career on Raw, and you're talking about DJ. You're Yo, the Rock. Rock. <laughs> Rock is a wild dude, man. Crazy DJ wild here. And crazy <laughs> DJ here. And and just the way he said it, like, "Hey, Raw fans, you know, like whenever a celebrity appears to promote something, but like they're not a part of it. Like, how is the Rock, the People's Champ, going to be like, "Hey, <laughs> Raw fans, DJ here." Like. Yeah. No, you say nobody f- here. Nobody has ever called you DJ. In Never, setting, not one time. Not outside of wrestling, wrestling nowhere. Pack. And like Definitely the not. people's champ doesn't show up and go. Finally, the Rock has come back. Right. No, this man showed up to promote a movie talking about DJ. Shut the fuck. People were so mad about that in 08 that we. Ha- it, hey, raw fans, DJ here is a phrase that has been stuck in my head for the last 14 years. That. And and at that point, that was the moment that convinced me. I'm like, he ain't never coming back. The mm-hmm. Rock is just done. Obviously, like yeah. he addressed wrestling fans as DJ, and he was telling the like... media, like, "Do not call me the Rock. I'm uh-huh. I'm Dwayne Johnson." DJ. But he said that. But DJ he here. did admit that that was his manager at the time who was telling him, "You want to have a successful acting career, you need to run as far away from wrestling as possible." So wrong. Your manager <laughs> was giving you some bad advice. Could you imagine bro? being so wrong? And then he hired he was, a new manager was, in 2011, and his new manager said, "What guy? You're, you're the you're rock. The rock. <laughs> you are the rock. You need to be the rock. 
You need to be all of that shit that people muscles, like, dude. We want to see like, you working out. You're the fucking rock. What do you mean? What was that guy he, doing? He was pitching him some bad movies that too uh-huh. when he first left. Yeah, you. What the, yeah what was I'm his first sure. manager on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm trying to remember what the the does has the chat gotten what movie that was he was uh, promoting at the time because for the life of me I can't remember and I have to look up his DJ Harris. Was, so was it Get Smart? Nasty. Um, no. I don't what think Get he... Smart was 2009. What? Yeah. What was or he promoting? 2008, rather. What was he promoting in 2008 that he would have been the lead actor in that he would have been like, hey, Raw fans, DJ here. It wasn't and... Doom, was it? Uh, oh, no, no, that was 05. Mm. Um, hold on, I'm looking it up. DJ. Uh, I still want that it, interview, DJ. Might've... Holler at your boy. It could have been Race to Witch Mountain. Hmm. Wow! Yeah, he's had a, yeah. he he had some stinkers in the, <laughs> in the first half of the acting career, bro. Uh, I'm glad he got it together, but woof, he got it the fuck together. But I suppose now. it could have also been the game plan. I don't remember what it was. Now game he just plan. now he, he just in the trash. Ju- now he just in the jungle. He don't care. He like yo, I'm out in the jungle. Bring but, the camera, like, and we'll make. But a yeah, uh, 2011. That man was straight up like uh, his new manager said, "Look, you want to do Fast Five? You got to be the Rock." You got to come in and be the rock. They want to see the rock versus Vin Diesel, not Dwayne Johnson versus Vin, Vin not DJ versus Vin Diesel. Who the hell is Yo, DJ, bro? I, I, Where's I, the rock? I, 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 I still I'm got you, He came in and he turned it around, right? He launched that Twitter account mm-hmm. and uh, everything from 2011 on, that turned out to be one of the best. I mean, then he made. went back to wrestling, like legit. Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I still got issues with Vin Diesel winning that fight because there's, there's no, no way. way. There's no way Vin Diesel was winning that fight. The way no. that Rock was throwing him around in that garage, bro, nah. He, the Rock is fight. definitely fading Vin Diesel. Remember when they had the little beef? The Rock was like laughing. He's like, bro, no, if man. you want, you don't want to fight. I don't think you want yeah. to fight. <laughs> That's my favorite return to wrestling just because of the fact that he was so detached that I'm telling you, DJ here had me convinced he was <laughs> never coming back to wrestling, that he wanted nothing to do with that shit. He was embarrassed by it. He didn't even... That told me he didn't even want wrestling fans knowing that he was a wrestler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what that said to me. Um, that uh, he would have, but from injury, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, Reg, what's your answer? Uh, for returning to wrestling, I think just because I've been watching a lot of it recently, Bam Bam Bigelow coming to ECW just because uh, he changed the culture over there. And because when the last time we saw him in WWF with the, they tried to give him like gear, they tried to like make him like an action figure with like flames and shit. And it was like, what's going on with Bam Bam? And then he came back to ECW and he was just badass. Bam Bam dropping dudes on their head, just murdering dudes. Legit. Um, Return from injury though. That's a good one. I don't know. For me, for injury, I think it's Daniel Bryan. That promo he cut when he came back and yeah, twenty eighteen. Oh yeah, yeah. The, 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 the shot, one. the shot they showed of him like looking That's off it. into the distance with the WrestleMania sign behind it. Mm-hmm. Fight for yeah. your dreams. Your dreams will fight for you. That's mine. Yeah, it's cliche as fuck, but yeah, yeah. yeah. When, when they announced that on Twitter, I remember like that day. Just I cried. Like, I was at work and people what? are looking at me at my cubicle, looking at me like, "Why are you crying at your desk?" And I'm like. 
Daniel Bryan's back, and they're like, he's "Who?" Back. And I'm like, "Don't worry about it. It's 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 a thing." He's back. <laughs> he's back. Yeah. He's back in the ring. Oh my god, that was a time. And then he did that with uh, Daniel Garcia two weeks ago. He did that match with Kenny Omega. He did that shit with Hangman. After that, what a guy! The greatest of all yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if anything, I mean that WrestleMania match he had after that wasn't it? But what a man, return, man! Oh no, they. Shane McMahon was Again, he was destroying Vince, our world for a couple Vince of years. Vince McMahon there. did not know how to manage babyface Daniel Bryan. He oh, didn't. God. Daniel Bryan succeeded in spite of all things Vince. When you think about how that's like, the, the thing I'm most excited to see with the new regime is how they handle after this whatever they figure out what they're doing with Liv, how they handle babyfaces being champions moving forward and. I'm very interested in it. Got to get one of those that. belts off of uh, that guy Roman Re- first. Roman Reigns is going to be champion for 14 years. So, when I saw we'll it, a graphic and it said 700 something, I'm like, bro, this is excessive. Ridiculous. You guys. Come on. Uh, Redmond is asking uh, guesses for the Joker in the casino ladder match. I think it is MJF. Yes. I think my. Gut if it's feeling. not, we're going to be very disappointed, I think. My gut feeling is that Tony wouldn't have booked the match at all if he didn't, if he didn't think have it. he had if he didn't think he had something big for the Who Joker else spot. in the world could fill that spot, you guys? Right. Yeah. It, it's Johnny Gargano. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, Brian Cage is coming out. Oh um, god. <laughs> you couldn't see a segment die faster if Brian Cage walked out as that damn Joker. What about Tyrus? Oh my God! You couldn't see a TV. And, any, off anybody watching that. NWA seventy four this weekend? Jesus, no way! The main event is Tyrus. Anybody watching that? Like, I don't know anybody excited for that show. No way! Oh. Ticket sales. Nobody. Is oh even. Nobody's God. watching that show, bro. Hey, They're maybe, maybe, maybe just do Empower next time, guys. It's okay. Thanks for no, existing, no. though, because I like. I, I like that. I that was the the argument was. Uh, well, you know, we couldn't do Empower. Because uh, you know we just didn't have the the talent, even though it's out there, and you know the interest wasn't there. That's but like, the worst is the interest. But like, look at the talent you're using for NWA seventy four, and then also look at the interest. Like, ticket sales aren't even close between Empower and no way. Um, this and is seventy four. I don't know no. what they're even doing. Tyrus is in the main event. No one's going to watch that against is, is Trevor Murdoch. Seventy five. I think it's seventy four. I'm surprised they didn't get. I, I'm sure they offered Ric Flair all the money in the world oh, to try to come have come, a match. I'm sure they did. So I'm gonna leave it to you guys because I haven't gotten a chance to listen to either album in full. The uh, Jid album is incredible. I love it. I ran it back driving to the concert yesterday, and the second time was even better than the first time. Jid's gone crazy on the raps. The production's amazing. He's singing like. He was in the church choir. Like it's a, a, an amazing record. All the features, Lil Wayne. Oh my God, he went insane on this record. Them rapping back and forth was just <laughs> hip hop. Beautiful. I loved it. Amazing. Yeah, Jid's uh, one of my favorite projects of the year from the beginning. I love it. Uh, this year in hip hop has been very scary for me. Every time a project drops, I'm like, I, Kendrick Lamar has me just like. Every time somebody drops, I'm like, are you going to do what you're going to do? Or are you going to do some other shit? And Jid did exactly what I expected Jid to do in a great way. Like, he's improved as a rapper. He's improved as a singer. He uh, helps produce some of the beats. Like, he did it. Great album. Amazing. Khaled, I only listened to the Jay-Z 
first because I don't really anytime they hype a Khaled album now, I'm like, I can't, dude. I don't that the type of sound and music and all of that is not for me. I don't that's why I was saying I I didn't get a chance to listen to it in full. But I I might because uh, I'll have an hour coming up here. The JIT album is crazy, though. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, so, somebody made the perfect analogy. Somebody was saying that Khaled albums are the Fast and Furious franchise of hip-hop. <laughs> One because it's all million of the, All of the people are the same album, and it's all of the spectacle of the big records, and he does it well. Um, yeah, He's like, hey, I got Justin Bieber again. We're like, we know, dude. You always yeah. have Justin Bieber. Come on. I, I, I gotta feel bad for Wayne because Wayne's verse on God did is very good, but everybody just got completely wiped by Jay's verse because yeah. it's Jay. Um, uh, no, the Jid album is very good. I haven't listened to it a second time, but on first listen, it's very, very good. Um, I saw Big E up this morning because he's always up very early in the morning for some reason. Yeah. Um, I've heard that this guy goes to sleep at like eight at night and gets up at like the crack of dawn for whatever He's reason. an old man. I love it. So, uh, he was up really early this morning, uh, bigging up the Jid album. So I think the consensus is that it's really good. He did it, yeah. Also, shout out to Rock Marciano, super dope album. Him and Alchemist. Man, I haven't, album. I haven't listened to that oh one yet. Oh I'm excited God, for it. That shit is fire. I ran that one back too, and. That one's even better. Like I listened to it first time, I was like, "Damn, this is hard." And I listened to it the second time, I was like, "Oh my god, this album is incredible. This is crazy, um, great album." It was a great day for hip hop yesterday. Like, anytime they could put out a consecutive amount of dope albums, Makami almost also put out a dope project. I just am happy. I loved it. Hey, Lonzo Rodwell wants to know. He says, "Much love to the Grab City Boys. Uh, realistic in the game." Um, what are your thoughts on the AEW Fight Forever game? Definitely bringing No Mercy vibes. Appreciate uh, that, Lonzo. Yeah, there was a lot of news this week on the uh, AEW game with yeah, them being out in Germany for the we to see uh, our first, Yeah, for uh, Gamescom. Um, they did some exhibition matches. Uh, I watched a couple of them. Um, and, uh, hey, that was kind of neat. Uh, somebody pointed out that that's technically like biggest attendance any wrestling event has ever had <laughs> um yeah. uh, i mean, I mean people, had, uh, who, who was by, wrestling out there Cole? Hold up. B- mm. by by virtue of the amount of people in the building because mm-hmm. gamescom had three hundred thousand attendees oh damn and so <laughs> they were like and so basically they said come down to the hall come see wrestling now of course there were not three hundred thousand people <laughs> in that area but they're like but technically if you want to do a thing and announce attendance you could be like <laughs> <laughs> Vince would have Vince would have been like, "Hey, three hundred thousand niggas was out there. They all were yeah. here for WWE." Colts got to hop on his Twitter right now, like, "Man, who mm. said I was demoted? Just wrestled yeah. in front of three hundred. <laughs> I wrestled in a building that I has just 300... did three hundred K, bro. Yeah, Come I on, just, I just did that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but nah, uh, that was obviously a joke. That's hilarious. But... <laughs> yeah, no, but the video game looks super fun. I like yeah. the uh, the seeing them do the match." with uh, yeah. Kenny Omega and Adam Cole like really made you 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 got everything that's kind of presented there and I really liked what's uh what's going on there I think people are going to be excited I saw a lot of people being super excited after all the footage that came out being like oh I see what it's going to be I see what's going yeah. on it's going to be dope so yeah, yeah IGN did kind of a write-up on it they had some concerns about um striking detection and they're hoping that gets fixed but they yeah. were like but as far as the mechanics of the game they're like it, it's no mercy mm-hmm. and um, I think what's been fascinating to watch happen. And there's leg years. slaps in the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why That's does so Adam Cole funny, slap dude. his thigh on the boom? <laughs> I 
<laughs> that is so funny. That's hilarious. I he saw has that. to. Debbie, come on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, no, I was. It, it's just funny that for years, everybody wanted the next No Mercy. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been trying to be the next No Mercy. Yeah. Um, where, like, think about the lineage of what No Mercy was going to be. It was uh, No Mercy happened. Because No Mercy's lineage all dates back to. Really, it dates back to virtual pro wrestling. But like mm-hmm. here in in America, it started with um, WCW versus the World on PlayStation, which then led to WCW versus NWO World Tour uh, on N64, which led mm-hmm. to WCW NWO Revenge, which led to WrestleMania 2000, which led to No Mercy. And yep. then EA actually got their hands on um, Aki and that engine, and we're going to make a new WCW game called WCW 2000. And then... They, they, there were screenshots released of that game. It was on the cover of PlayStation Magazine. Um, that was going to be the next game. And then WCW was bought by WWF. Game got canceled. They had this game that they had already started. And that game ended up becoming Def Jam Vendetta, mm-hmm. uh, where without having the WCW license, EA was like, let's, uh, let's do let's something. Get, with, let's license something. Let's <laughs> license something. We have a wrestling game here we've been building. And Def Jam Vendetta was born. Uh, out of the death of WCW. Uh, culture. <laughs> right. And then uh, what? And then that led to Def Jam Fight for New York, which wasn't even a wrestling game anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just a straight-up fighting yeah, game. Like, take it to the streets. What he's yeah, take it to at. the streets. But then there was an ultimate muscle game that used the engine. But for the most part, the engine, again, wasn't used um, after that, despite the fact that it was a very popular engine. Everybody wanted that engine because it was simple. It was easy to play, but it was difficult to master. You got good at it. That was what people wanted and WWE like kept trying to replicate it mm-hmm. with like day of reckoning, tried to replicate it, but it was like missing things. Like I felt like day of reckoning was good on its own, but for the most part it wasn't, it was like, it's not no mercy. It's trying mm-hmm. to be, but you can see where at its essence, it's just not. Um, and I remember everybody kept saying our wrestling game is going to be the next no mercy and everything was missing it whether it was reg's favorite games the raw games on xbox oh god or, or even wrestlemania 21 no like, the hey, worst <laughs> worst of all time that's the fastest i've ever taken a game back to the store i legit played it for 45 minutes i bought the game first day first day went home played it for 45 minutes i was like this is the worst video game i've ever played i took it right back to the store and bought something else i think i bought unreal tournament four or something like that yeah i was like this is garbage you guys who how did they put this out like i remember like getting stuck on the outside of the ring and not being able to get back in the ring i'm like they produced this and made people buy it. I paid game $60 put, for that. That game put Studio Gigante out of business. And well that deserved. Was, and that was a studio by John Tobias, the creator of Mortal Kombat. He made two games, Tao Feng, Fist of the Lotus, and WrestleMania 21, Ooh. and then uh, went out of business. That they was were it. like, you're good, bro. No, no more. Yeah, because that shit was awful. Yeah. But not, um, And then I even think about how when they were making the TNA game, and they brought in AJ Styles to like consult on it because he's a big gamer. And he's like, we're going to make this No Mercy. I want it to be like No Mercy. And they just couldn't capture the essence of it. And this is really the first time that I've looked and seen a game that says, we're going to be No Mercy. And I'm like, oh, I think they get it. Like mm-hmm. As I'm seeing the way grapples work, the way I'm seeing uh, interactions between the wrestlers work, I'm like, I can kind of see they finally got the mechanics of No Mercy right. 
Uh, and maybe it took somebody like Kenny to say, like, no, it has to work this way to be mm-hmm. No Mercy. Um, but then at the same time, Kenny said that No Mercy had to be sped up because he was like, if you play No Mercy today, it's a very slow, methodical game that is not conducive to, like, a Ray Phoenix match. Right. And so he was saying, if we're going to do the types of matches you have in AEW, we kind of have to speed up No Mercy. And so you could see where it's No Mercy in a lot of ways, but it's also um, faster and yes. and has a lot of thought put into modern wrestling. It mm-hmm. looks like it'll be fun. Um, it's not a sim, because the other thing I'm seeing is that for about 15 years, people were screaming, we want No Mercy, we want No Mercy. Mm-hmm. But No Mercy is now a 22-year-old game. Yeah. Yep. And what's happening now is there's a whole generation of people who didn't even play. They don't know what that no is. Mercy. They don't know yeah. what that is. They don't care. So now when they see a game trying to be No Mercy, they're like, oh, this is old. This is outdated. Mm-hmm. This ain't what anybody wants. Most of them uh, know SmackDown versus Raw. Like, that's how they got right. to, to the game. They don't know No Mercy. That's and so old. there's the, the, yeah, generation of younger gamers are like, this This isn't what I want. I want a, it's a I'm seeing that disconnect now. But I think as far as us 30-somethings are concerned, mm-hmm. uh, nah, we want No Mercy. We've wanted a No Mercy type game for a long time. And I'm excited to play it. But also, I like 2K. I've been playing 2K22. Um, I play with my son like a couple times a week. Uh, he's He thinks he's very good at it. And I just be beating his ass all the time. <laughs> um, and the other day, like... Sometimes if I'm like, I'm not even in the mood to have a long match, I'll just play a Stone Cold. And literally the best part about playing a Stone Cold is that if you um, hit a Luthez press, uh, that instantly gives you a finisher. So so you're cheating then, is that what you're saying? So I'll I'll like just beat on him a little bit to build up a signature. I'll hit the Lupez press, which then instantly gives me a finisher. Pick him up, stunner, one, two, three. Oh, my God. (laughs) And so the other day day he was like, uh, okay, I want you to play as uh, literally anybody else. Not Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, I was like, all right, I won't pick Stone Cold. Um, And so I – so he picked Roman Reigns and – uh, oh, Billy's trying to cheat too. He's like, look, yeah. if we're, if that's what we're doing. Let me get Roman. <laughs> and so I like went all the way down the roster to find like the lowest rated person. I think I picked Akira Tozawa, and I beat him. Um, I was like, Billy, I'm just good at this game. It ain't. <laughs> Yo, yeah, cheat it, your it, son it took out a, on it. I was like, it took a little more work, but uh, don't do Billy like that. <laughs> Let him get a dub. No, At least I, with I Roman. Just, Roman and Tazawa, come on. I mean, cool. well, the, and the other thing is the game allows for some crazy comebacks that mm-hmm. sometimes I can just imagine being in his shoes and getting so pissed off at mm-hmm. uh, the amount of a comeback you can make in that game. That's when you bring out the most infamous video, little kid video game line of the world. This game, cheating. <laughs> but I mean, his dad is cheating. He was out here looping, pressing him, and then with a stutter. I mean, I mean, look, that it makes it so easy to hit that Luthez press, and then you just stand there, you do the taunt, waiting for him to get up. Boom! Kick to the gut, stunner. This one, game two, three. cheating. Oh, but the thing God. is, ain't that how a Stone Cold match? No, that's how it go. happens in real life. That's why it's like that. Yeah. So Let's come back to real for a reason. Yep. Eloquent says Sonic Mania, the great, uh, the goat Sonic game. I agree. Sonic Mania Love is Sonic Mania. Great. 
Uh, Van Twinblade says, fake geek Reg not playing video games or D&D. <laughs> I tell you guys, once and for all, wrestling is the only thing. Chaos Control wants to know, uh, what's your favorite Kingdom Hearts game, Phil? Uh, I am going to go with 2 because I think 2 has the best opening. Uh, it has the best combat system. Um, the boss fight at the end is amazing. Was that yeah. my sanctuary? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to... Funny yeah. thing. 2 was I never play. I had never played a Kingdom Hearts game, but I dated someone who was obsessed with Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> and so uh, I definitely knew all of the songs and the cutscenes and all of that when it was Man. happening, when those came out. Um, I didn't even check in with this person when Kingdom Hearts 3 came out because obviously we've been a part a very long time. Uh, but for one and two, we were dating and it was like. Man, are you just... kidding me? The opening credits of, of two is incredible. It looks like a movie. It's tomato. Uh, Meet Norma says, when Grapsity comes to the DC <laughs> area, I'm going to dust off the N64 and we're playing GoldenEye and Mario Kart. Classics. Yeah, okay. Cool. Shout out to Chris. Chris says, if Dustin Rhodes can put on bangers at 53, then Jay-Z can drop hits at 50. Uh, age is just the number in entertainment these days. Hope your weekend is good. Yeah. Shout out to the doc. And yeah. Dustin. And also, um, yeah, Dustin did have a great match yesterday with, uh, um, Claudio. With Claudio. Yeah. And so. on a, and a not so great episode of, of Rampage, uh, boy, the finish to that trios match was not good. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I expected Dark Order to win, but that finish was not it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that finish was not it. I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> But no, uh, hey, shout out to Dark Order. I saw what they did there. Tennis is it was was grabbing that knee. I said, just getting closer to certain cowboy taking this spot. I know where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But my question is because I feel like looking at the landscape, who do you put in the casino ladder match? I feel like Hangman should be in that match, right? Like, I don't think. Mm. Well, they if MJF's coming back, I don't think you want their first standoff to be in the ladder match. I mean, that would be their first standoff, honestly, since their feud in 2019. Like, it's been a while. Um, but It's like, do you? You maybe do want that to be the first little showdown for the Because I was you know? looking at, like, I still feel like you need, in the same way that the last casino ladder match. Um, Who's going to be in the casino ladder match with right. all the guys that are already have that already have matches exactly. on the show? Because in the last one, yeah, Hangman returned, but the other big baby face in the match was Moxley, right? Mm-hmm. And so you still had that. So you were able to do that standoff in the match of Moxley and Hangman. And I feel like you almost kind of need that same scenario of have somebody else big enough in the match that could conceivably win it. Um, and I don't know who else that is. I feel like you would need Hangman in that scenario. Um, who are they putting in this ladder match? Uh, Adam Cole is still going to be out, right? Yeah, I can yes. see like Andrade, and I can see like, mm. uh, but like I said, Hangman's one of those guys. I I feel like you would need a strong enough babyface in that match, and you could also go off him having the experience of having won it before. Yeah. Like, um, oh, I'm going to do it again, and this time, and you have the story of him going after either Punk or Moxley. Like, I feel like that. Yeah. is the story That's I would story. more so want to see for mm-hmm. Hangman is mm-hmm. being in that casino ladder match and just maybe which, coming up short. Which, by the way, all of those people last week that was like, oh, this is a work, this is a work. All right, well, Melter is right about that as well. 
And then mm-hmm. Tony just outright gave it up on Busted Open. He was like, yeah, they just don't get along. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, no, not a word, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they didn't want Will to break news. God did. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, good. Man. Shout out uh, to him. What else? Uh, Matt says, what matches should open all out and clash? Mm. Um I would open with the casino ladder match, to be honest. Yes. Uh, if you have a big return, open with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, I, then if not, then trios title. Yeah, trios, trios, trios. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Clash, um, Rollins and uh, and Riddle. I might have Gunt and uh, Sheamus open it. Open the Clash. Kick that shit up hot. I just feel like Rollins and Riddle has been going on for so long and they didn't get the SummerSlam spot. And if they're not going to get the main event here, I think. Then just go right for it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. open with a hot crowd and and Mm -hmm. just do it. That's going to be an insanely hot crowd. Oh, my God. They're going to go crazy out there. It's going to be a great show. Uh, Yeah. Deontay says, yo, my dudes, what's up? Much love to y'all. When I heard Will did a scoop, I took it out of rent money and said, (laughs) it's just $5. I paid rent. Don't worry. Thank you. I appreciate that. Shout out to Deontay. Yeah. and yeah, we just uh, Mike Harmeyer says the return of phone talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a callback to my old RBR days. Um, Jake Salazar says I'm cautious because Triple H about to bury everyone for or everybody for carrying. He also yeah. might do that. He did. Yeah. He did do that. <laughs> I won't say bury, but he definitely. Um, he he, definitely he established that Kyrian was his yeah. guy for sure. He he yeah. fucked Keith Lo- Keith Lee over for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, the problem is he don't have that anymore. Where it was like he sent Keith Lee to the main roster. It was like, hey, you know what, Keith Lee, we're done with him anyway. He's moving to the main roster. We can focus on Kyrian. Now, what are you gonna do? Send him to mm-hmm. SmackDown yeah. um, or Raw? <laughs> like you don't have that anymore. You don't mm-hmm. have the like th- that's the thing we don't know about Hunter as a booker is that Hunter has only ever had to keep people temporarily. Right. Um, he hasn't had a roster full of people that he's basically got for the next five, six years, right? He had, like, I guess kind of with Gargano and Ciampa. But other than that, the rest of the roster was a cycling roster that he was able to continually change out and all of that and mm-hmm. just prepare them for Vince. Um, he don't have that no more. So nope. I'm interested to see how he does. Yeah, you might have to have this person for 10 years, bro. You better get it right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, man. I got to give WWE a lot of credit and getting me interested in Drew McIntyre again. Cause I feel like for the last few weeks, he has been much better than he's been all year. Like Definitely. those video packages they did for him this week were great. Mm-hmm. His promo was great. Um, he just, he's way better. It feels like he's on that same run. He was when he won the Royal Rumble. Like cause right. I w- he went through this phase where he's doing all the catchphrases and stuff, and they try to, to make do... him into Braveheart. He's like, we don't want Braveheart yeah. Drew McIntyre. Yeah, dude. honestly, just like, like, yeah, you know, <laughs> it wasn't we working. Just, we just do away with the sword, all of that shit. Like, mm-hmm. I think that um, Drew McIntyre to me is reminding me of the Drew McIntyre that was getting over at the beginning of 2020 yep. when Heyman was in control, yep. and I think that um, again. Guys, Vince was a problem a lot longer than anybody wants to actually acknowledge. Mm-hmm. But, like, that man didn't know what he was doing. That man did right. not know how to build a successful, strong baby face mm-hmm. at all. The most successful baby face he had over the last, like, five years fell into his lap in Cody Rhodes. But other than mm-hmm. that, he hasn't known how to fucking do it in, like, ten. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> and even cause... then, even then, did he really know how to do it beyond then? 
John right. Cena was though. like successful in spite of the yes, fans. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it was. The fans didn't want this for so long, and he just like was Cena, and he got through the fire. But I, I, yeah. I definitely didn't want it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, man, the fans did not want John Cena. They were nah. and you, you forced it. You forced it, and eventually, mm-hmm. now there's a whole generation that grew up with as they were the little kids who were cheering Cena back then. As the adults, like you, kind of ran the adults off, and then all those kids now grew up and are like, "Yeah, Cena's the goat." But like people weren't saying that back then. People weren't saying that at all. So yeah. the, uh, you looked at the spoilers for the show. Did they do any, um, like, anything to be like this might be for just Roman's titles? Because they haven't said that any. They haven't said anything at all to be like if Drew Mac beats him, it's for one championship. No, it, I thought I mean, it was for undisputed. Yeah, it's yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's established that if Drew Mac, no, beats I, mean, him, I don't that think Drew's winning. Yeah, I don't so, think he's winning yeah, at all. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Like. I don't. Think. I, I, but no, I, I think don't. it's been established that it's for both titles, though. Yeah. Okay. If, and, if I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, I I did look at him because uh, I honestly didn't like SmackDown all that much this week, um, but I do recognize that they had to tape two episodes back to back, and when you have That's to rough. do that, That's just yeah, always rough. you kind of have to you, like you yeah. got to kind of space how you're using the roster because you have to use them essentially twice, mm-hmm. and um, or only use half of them and then use the other half on the next taping. So I didn't like SmackDown. Something all always suffers. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, the stuff that on SmackDown wasn't good to me was the women's stuff. I don't think that the tag match stuff was good. And I feel like, I mean, that part of that is because, you know, Toxic Attraction got hurt. But every time I watch SmackDown, I'm like, they just don't have what Raw has. They have the bigger stars in the women's division on the Raw mm. side. They need somebody on SmackDown. But that's why I think Liv's title reign is... Well, and it's now gonna be coming soon. Out, and the news that they're not going to be doing a draft anytime soon now. Uh, nah, man, they're, they're going to put that title either back on Ronda or Shayna soon, man. Because yeah. it's oh no, the, so there is a big angle next week with Ronda. Uh, that yeah, it was huge and gets a big pop and all of that. But uh, yeah, but no, I was watching it this week and I was like, yeah, this women's stuff is not hidden. Like the, the tag tournament stuff that doesn't involve damage control i guess that's what the new state was called mm-hmm. um it just isn't good it, it just mm-hmm. it it reeks of this was thrown together at the last minute mm-hmm. uh jake salazar says uh triple h is gonna bury cody and i'm gonna be furious uh, <laughs> I, don't I don't think, think he is he, i don't no. think he will he's not dumb no i, I don't see that happening i mean mm-hmm. especially considering how much of a tribute act to <laughs> triple h cody right. was for a long time yeah i'm sure Hunter is very flattered by. He's like, bro, you were keeping me relevant when I didn't have to be. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Come on, man. Bobby Ruud is not on TV anymore. He needs somebody else to do. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out Aaron Bubsy. Um, Going on. Yeah, and we got another. Oh yeah, and then he followed up by saying, "If Cody returns, his montage music should be." <laughs> I, I am definitely not looking forward to all the God did monetize, montages we're going to get for the it's next year. It's going crazy. They are yeah. going to run that to death, bro. Seth yeah. didn't believe in us, but God did. Hey, shout out to Busby, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. I'm not looking forward to those montages at all. That's going yeah, to get gonna be bad. to the ground. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Chris Mueller said Rock was promoting Planet 51 as DJ. I think. Oh, Stankers, yeah. Stankers. Oh, bad one. Yikes. Stankers. Um, mm-hmm. And Mike Harmeyer says Mara Fuji versus Kingston is on at the same time on fight and cheaper. Talking about uh, NWA. 
Oh yeah, tonight. Yeah, that's hot. Uh, Hog Wrestling, House of Glory. So they also got Malachi Black versus Amazing Red. They got a pretty hot card, actually. If Oof. you are watching wow. some professional wrestling tonight, Chaos Control says, "Well, how in the Dickens do you remember so much?" I don't know. You don't smoke. I, honestly, uh, that's probably it too. But like, mm-hmm. uh, and I say this because I'm also the go-to for all of my high school friends to remember shit that happened back then. <laughs> they like all come to me and they're like, hey, who was that one person who came? And I'm like, oh yeah, that was Dave Costigan. And they're like, okay, cool. <laughs> they're like, do you remember that one day where we were all like sitting outside? And I'm like, yeah, of course I remember that day. Um, so I, I, I still am. Just have a guy. good. You got to write a book. I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. For all that knowledge, you can't just keep it in your brain. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Chris says, if Fight Forever is successful as expected, might we see interest in Def Jam again, or at least Ukes to purchase the IP from EA? I mean, no, Ukes don't got that kind of money. That Twitter um, account, the Def Jam Twitter account keeps trolling us like every couple of weeks to be like, hey, if we were to do it, would you guys like it? They keep trolling us. I don't know why they keep doing stop, this. Stop Def Jam. Stop <laughs> Please it, stop. Just, Please just stop. cut it out. Oh, by the way, I saw some people... I mean, granted, they're all bad faith, but I saw some people like mad that um, the AEW game is using animations from WWE games. Guys, Ukes used to make those WWE games. Mm-hmm. Like, because there was a, I think it was just a back body drop, and they're like, that's the same back body drop from WWE games. And I'm like, yeah, 2K, I mean, Ukes animated that stuff. Mm-hmm. If I did. If I owned a studio that made wrestling games and I had in my bank all the basics, I'm not going to do the work on the basics again. I have mm-hmm. all of that. Back body drop. The only shit you should have to do the work on is the proprietary stuff, stuff like One Winged Angel, stuff mm-hmm. that you know you don't already have in the bank. Yeah, you don't need but, wrestlers coming in to take snapmares and shit. No, that's too like, what? <laughs> why, like, why do some wrestling fans think that WWE just owns wrestling? What is wrong yeah. with you guys? <laughs> like, if you, they if told you us have, for years that that's what it was. If you have that stuff in the bank, you've got uh, Irish whips, all that shit, just reuse what you have. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just basic wrestling shit. If yep. Ukes owns that stuff, use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure going with Ukes probably saved a ton of money because you could be like, well, Ukes has been making wrestling games for 25 years. Uh, if anybody have, knows wrestling games, they do. If anybody knows wrestling games, they do. Mm-hmm. If anybody already has an entire library of animations going all the way back to the basic ships, yeah, like you said, like a Snapmare, mm-hmm. then that saves us a ton of work on having to do anything but the stuff unique to AEW mm-hmm. because building the game from the ground up takes a lot of time and money. So much time. <laughs> so yeah, sorry that they use the back body drop from, uh, and I saw like people put them side by side. They're like, it's the exact same back body drop. Sure. Who cares? <laughs> Who fucking cares? <laughs> back body drop. Who cares, man? If it ain't a sit out back body drop, it ain't a back body drop. Shout out to me, backyard wrestling. <laughs> Shout out to me. Shout out to me. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh let's see we got a couple more um and then i want to talk about uh some of the backstage news uh going on at aew me too so 
Uh, Jake <laughs> says Triple H starts booking him as Killer Carrion Cross. Those stop. No, hold on stop. A Wait a second. Think it's out of the realm of possibilities, but stop. we needed to book T. No, no. no. He, he knows better. No. I think no. Uh, uh, Van Twinblade mm. says, uh, "I'm in the theater waiting for the Dragon Ball movie to start. I'm a bounce." Um, thank you, Van Twinblade. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, so, what is it? Yeah. Dragon Ball Super Superhero? Is it called? Yep. Um, I've heard some people that like it. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Mm. Uh, I am La Lucha says, "Hey, fam, wanted to show love and ask if you think Triple H will be as aggressive in addressing how WWE addresses social issues and more importantly, representation." Vince didn't give an F. Hope H does. I mean, look, I am going to say this. Maybe controversial. Don't give a fuck. Vince never ever once got it right with an Asian wrestler Mm-mm. ever. Not once. Vince f- treated Asian wrestlers from top to bottom like they were there to make him laugh Mm -hmm. um and uh that was part of why because i know somebody will say well what about oscar and i would say no hunter got oscar right and then vince pretty much parlayed off of that and even still kind of used her as for more comedy than anything else um and he does the rest of it has been resting off of what hunter did for oscar but vince never got it right with asian wrestlers you had when you had Takamishinoku and uh, you brought him in and like used him for a little bit, but by the end, what was Takamishinoku doing in WWE? Coming Indeed. out, doing <laughs> fucking, <laughs> yeah, doing, it, doing that gimmick mm-hmm. with Shane McMahon on voiceovers, doing mm. a uh, bad impersonation of movie of, of old kung fu movies, mm-hmm. and like. That that was it. No matter what, no matter what it was, he always resorted to Japanese wrestlers having to make him laugh, or mm-hmm. Asian wrestlers in general making him laugh. That's always what it came down to, and so that's one of the things I am looking forward to is how does Hunter do it? Because Vince saw Akira Tozawa and was like, "This guy's gonna be a fucking ninja." Bro, and still got gonna- his ninja suit on though. He's had that ninja stuff on for what? Take two that years? suit off, Tozawa. Take that <laughs> suit off. But yeah, I think it's going to be uh, very different for the It'll Japanese it'll be nice to forward. see wrestling run not by the guy who um, who believes in ethnic stereotypes as mm-hmm. gimmicks. So um, yeah. So are are we talking about representation or actual social issues because those are kind of two different things now yeah if we're if we're talking about social issues uh hey uh we're still talking about a middle a political yeah we're still talking about a middle-aged white guy here he's not going to get these things right because he oh and a middle-aged white guy who votes for trump like that's yeah yeah, a Um, middle-aged white guy that's also done very questionable things on tv um that i mean if we had to go down the entire list i mean uh i i know that he's Hold up. I know that I know that he's the internet's hero right now, but he's done a lot of really questionable things when it comes to race. We didn't even talk about it. Speaking of people who did questionable things when it comes to race, Road Dog's back. Oh God. <laughs> Brian got a sucking what job. What an introduction back. for Brian. Brian got uh, his <laughs> job back. <laughs> Jesus. And he's My still man. talking. Yo, you got your job back. You can chill on the shit. Road do- and not only did he get the job, he got Jared's job. He got Man. I feel like Jared fell on his sword for, for Brian. Yeah. I feel like that's what happened. Definitely. They're like they've been attached to 
each other for so long with the roadie and double j shit like let's just do it again look i got my bag i got my bag brian i I know you want to be here i don't really want to be here every week you can you can have it bro i mean we're not really surprised like when the triple h rollout started it's started he didn't walk into it or nothing he was like yo here my people here my parts he's getting his people back in i mean look if you didn't think that this was the triple h revenge tour i mean he is bringing back everybody that mm. Vince said wasn't worthy of being in the company anymore. He's bringing mm-hmm. back Hunter's uh, Hunter's bringing back his whole regime. He got Road Dog in an executive position. Uh, he's got you know he's he's bringing back Ryan Katz. He's bringing back his people that were running NXT. I'm sure he's texting Regal right now. Like, oh. what you doing over hey, there? You having fun? Where you at? Where you at? What you doing? Where you at? Where you at? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> By the way, is you happy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like people say that all the time like this person wishes blah 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 they were back over there or this person wants to have this like, they definitely want Rico louis over there hey by sure. the way i gave louis a lot of shit this week happy birthday to louis by the way yesterday was his mm-hmm. birthday, birthday to louis. um but yeah louis chill out <laughs> Wait, what? chill out louis what Just happened his, uh, his, uh, uh he wishes he, when they asked about Samoa joe and he's like yeah he wishes he was back in wwe Mm-hmm. Louis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Chill out. I, I, yeah, Chill I got out, a lot for that, and um, yeah. I mean, I will say that the Hunter regime is going to be fascinating. It like I said, the thing is, I think they'll be better with social issues and representation than Vince, just because they're not a senile seventy-seven year old. But um, these are also Trump Republicans, yes, and uh, every single one of them. I don't expect them to have a WWE Raw Black Lives Matter edition. Like, I'm not expecting that. I I don't Um, think we want that from them. I don't think we want that from any corporation. I think the thing that people have to realize is that a lot of these people, it's not in their benefit to care about social issues because that's yeah. not what they're there for. They're there to make money. They don't. Yeah. They don't care about these things. As they're much make, as they're there to make you forget about the social issues. Yeah, uh, <laughs> good. Good. Good branding is what they see that as, and it helps them out, and it makes them look good in some ways. That's why they do all the philanthropic stuff. I mean, Stephanie basically admitted it, but yeah. uh, that's just that's just what it is. I mean, it's oh, cool and somebody's we, asking how I would know. Um, Hunter's political affiliation. Easy. Uh, the state of Connecticut um, has that public. Uh, your voting record. There's a website, voterrecords.com. Uh, look up Paul Levesque. There's, it's whoa, 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 whoa! You don't even have to do all of that. We've we've got the evidence. He's yeah. he's been in several pictures at there's at picture. at rallies. He's been at pictures at the White House with Trump. What? There's a family what? picture of him in the Oval Office, being yeah. like, "This is us." It it Google it, guys. It's out yeah. there. But, but, uh, there. But there's Certain states that um, that don't make your voter registration public, uh, and Connecticut is not one of them. <laughs> Connecticut yeah. is very public. You look I, up every McMahon; it's it's all there, and like it's it's fine. Look, I don't have to politically agree with anybody. Um, that's yeah. You don't have to expect- dig deep, that's for that especially one, people in power. Like I I I know what I expect, um, mm-hmm. and uh, that's fine. As a matter of fact. Colorado's also a state that doesn't keep that stuff private. So one of the things I've done for a long time is every time I start a new job, I go to that website and I'm like, okay, let me just look up who I'm working for real quick, get a feel for who this person is. And I know what conversations I can, uh, have. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't have to dig that. 
You had to dig <laughs> that deep for that one, man. Yeah. Um, no. and, and to be honest with you, I don't I don't know how much of a secret this is with most people, but a lot of white people with a lot of money tend to be Republicans. That's just mm. how it is. Um, is I, I, I've, I've heard this from quite a few white people um, that, you know, yeah, you're open-minded and you're liberal as a kid, but once you, you are an adult and you have, like, actual bills and money, then you're a Republican. Yep. Shit, a lot of black people are like that, too. When Trump was giving it up, there were a lot of rich celebrities being like, hey, he did a lot for my taxes. He did all this. So, like, it's, Yo, he, by, it's by the way, all, all kind of stuff. Uh, Jamie Foxx's impersonation of Trump. Holy shit. Incredible. <laughs> you know what Fucking that incredible. Want, you know what that made me want? So I've been watching the Jamie Foxx show again recently, and you remember mm-hmm. Tyrone Koppel, um, mm-hmm. his, his, his Ted Koppel character. And mm-hmm. I thought, how did he not have... Um, darnell trump like that would have been mm-hmm. like a perfect character he could have done yeah. jamie fox is a multi-generation i don't know whatever the word is he's that guy generational generational there you go there you go that guy uh, an incredible talent across the board i mean acting, i have to say singing, i'm really just watching everything. the show again because like fancy was my girl oh man and, like what a, time. what a time to be alive <laughs> watching that show saying fancy and being like oh my god, god. What a person that person know, exists right? in the world? Jeez, Louise, Jamie Foxx, you're never going to get this. <laughs> and, then, and then he somehow did because that's how television yeah. works. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, when they switch the theme song up and all of a sudden he's living with fancy. Don't, don't, don't. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> the simple thing. Mm-hmm. All I need. Yep. Yeah. Uh, remember that was a thing. Like 90s sitcoms always had like their establishment theme song and then like Three or four seasons in, they'd switch it up all of a sudden. And uh, the, sister, the, sister, sister, Ooh, sister, yeah, they switch it up. That, that, <laughs> their switch up was a banger, though. Yo, yeah. <laughs> yo, wow, 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 <laughs> wow, <laughs> sister. Yeah. Okay, I do have to. I do have to talk about the fact that I know why it is, but I still think it's very funny that. We have just, as a society, just like thrown Tamara away. We're just like, oh man, she is out of here. I watched some clips today from their little reality show. I'm like, they be burying her. Like, <laughs> um, my daughter Damn. watches um, Family Reunion on uh, on Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, where of course Tia's the mom in that show. Mm-hmm. Tia was in the game. Tia has had all the roles, mm-hmm. and no, they were just straight up like. Nah, we, we don't care we're for good. Tamara. Yeah, we're, we're good on Tamara. How does a set of twins who are known for being attached as being twins, how did only one of them go on to have a full-on successful acting career afterwards? That's, that's the game. No shout-out, no no, the show that she was on the game. Yeah. That's what it'd be like. Yeah, sometimes uh, sometimes that other twin be talking reckless, man. And it, that's yeah. all. Yeah, that's it. King of Games 405 says, by the end of 2021, besides Punk and Moxley, do you see anyone else being world champion? Maxwell Jacob Freeman. I could see Max getting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that all depends on, I suppose. There's a lot of time left in the year, definitely. Yeah. yeah, Max could get it. Chaos Control says, I saw the Dragon Ball movie. Half of it was almost unnecessary, but that ending, oh man, that ending, fire. Big but fire. I feel like that's most of Dragon Ball's content, like, <laughs> Just mm-hmm. think about like Battle of the Gods. Most of Battle of the Gods was completely unnecessary, but we only wanted to fight with Goku and Beerus. Like the rest of that stuff, who cares? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it was funny to see Vegeta sing the bingo song, but who cares? 
<laughs> Dio Loki says, bro, talked worked hard enough. And, I'm saying. <laughs> Bro was yeah, a I'm, 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 I'm still I'm still revoking his dog uh yes, privileges. Yes. His yes. name is Brian. One, you get Brian. one G at mm-hmm. best. Nah, you you get one G, bro. You can't be doing you can't be doing some of the nasty. You stuff don't even I'm get one G because you ain't a G. It's just Brian. <laughs> Brody. You ain't a G. Ain't a G. You don't even deserve one G, my G. All right, let's you talk about some of the the backstage stuff going on. <laughs> Because uh, it's hot back there. Tony Khan is just stressing, pacing back and forth, dealing with these people. Now, that's what's um, the funniest thing about it. They, they don't think about that. It's like, in reality, there's one guy and there's like 80 different personalities all converging in the same space. Eventually, this shit's going to boil over, especially when like Eddie Kingston really be giving it up. Everything that you hear and see from him, that's real. He ain't bullshit when he's tweeting. Those are real words. When he's talking on the mic on Dynamite, real, all 100% real. He thinks this shit is real. He thinks you're taking away from his livelihood. When you're burying him on the mic, he thinks that's real. He thinks this is a real fight that you're going to be in. He thinks this is all real. So, of course, these things are going to boil over. It's funny seeing everything that's came out of it, seeing the video of Sammy saying it at the little taping. Sammy and then, like, It's been like, damn, and then Sammy's statement was like, we hey, should he be the same in two fightful. Sammy was like, we should be professional, but also fuck that professional shit and fuck my coworker. It's like, yo, I don't know what line you're trying to walk here because it seems like you're burying the guy, but you're so, saying we should all be professional here. I'm confused. So, so, uh, of course the content here, context here for people that may not have seen this story. I'm not sure how you might not have seen it. You did. That's um, crazy. But, uh, <laughs> supposedly there was a verbal, an altercation between Sammy and Eddie um, that then some people are saying it turned physical. That is the rumor. It is telephone, yeah, telewrestling, because I've already heard 50 different stories at this yeah, point. Yeah. And, and the thing is, though, I mean, Sammy said that it got physical. And literally, yeah. Yeah. so the way the story played out was um, Sammy cut a promo in front of the Rampage crowd. Um, and... The, the promo never aired for TV, and I wondered mm-hmm. why it didn't, because I was like, I remember reading that there yep. was a promo, and and that, that didn't happen. He cut a promo in front of the Rampage crowd. In, in the promo, he addressed uh, Eddie's weight, called him fat. And, fat piece uh, of shit is what he called him. Yeah, and then um, when he got to the back, Eddie rushed him and uh, said, you can't call me fat, and... Uh, definitely touched Sammy in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, some have said pie face, some have said punched. Um, mm-hmm. Regardless, there was a hand and a face mm-hmm. um, that resulted in Eddie Kingston being suspended. Um, Eddie has taken ownership of it. Eddie Kingston has been like, you know, I recognize what I did. I was unprofessional. Um, and so we we know that side of it. Um you know, Sammy, uh, in his statement to Fightful, noted that he wasn't trying to fat shame. He was mostly, um, he said, he was just, yeah, he was just healing. He said that, you know, he wouldn't do that intentionally. He was basically just trying to be the manifestation of the people that you see on Twitter mm-hmm. uh, who. He says, I see y'all fat shaming him. So I thought my heel character would do that. And I'm like, that's yeah. wild, but okay. <laughs> that's I, mean, <laughs> I mean, that. That's a reasonable statement to make. It right? is. That's, that is a, um, that's a thing that 
I could like, see. Like I see it's popular online. Not popular. I see it's happening online. Maybe I'll try to use it in real life over yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, essentially that's that's part of the Adam Cole promo that got um, crossed out of here. It, that was stuff that people were already right. seeing online. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that, so, that's that that's pretty much pro wrestling. That's yeah. Um, you know, uh, but I guess Sammy talked about in his statement that he had issues with the fact that um, usually when you interfere with somebody, you discuss uh, beforehand what's off limits and what isn't. And uh, and if it's not reoccurring up, theme it's, here, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so reoccurring theme in a lot of these backstage issues. And, and I think Eddie just kind of talking to each other. Right. I think Eddie just kind of felt like that was an unspoken one. I think it was just like, if you yeah, know, but you, you, can't, you, know you can't assume that. Yeah. But he, as he's like, if you know my history, you know, that's going to piss me off. So why? Yeah, I, 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 get I, it, you know? I get that to a degree, but you just never know anybody's triggers. Like right. I could be sitting like it's it's a work. It's 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 for the show. You know that. But mm-hmm. he might have legitimately gotten mad. And that's kind of why I don't see why a lot of people online are getting mad at Sammy because it pains me. I to felt say like this. he was working. I'm, I'm not mad. About it, it, it. it pains me to say this, but I don't think Sammy was wrong here. Um, and no, I, don't I, think so I, I think that Sammy's I think the end of reputation was a little bit like, oh, no, I don't think so either. I, think, I don't think he was wrong bit. with the promo he did. I right. thought, I, I don't I think he, he thought, thought he was in his parameters of where and, he could and, go with it. And Eddie Kingston has even said that. Like, Eddie Kingston has straight up said, like, Sammy was not wrong here, guys. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, please uh, stop. I was wrong. Right. And so I, I think that Sammy's reputation overall precedes him. So everything he does now, people are like, God, I just hate Sammy. And it's like, yeah, he, he still, you can't just punch a guy because you didn't like what he said in a promo. Like, right. Yeah, you, you just can't, especially like this is work. You can't, you can't do that. Anybody especially, at work, you can't do that. Especially uh, the somebody, the caliber of Eddie Kingston who does promos that could have gotten right. You, you, I mean, could to be, to, to be real with you, like punk got at him in that promo him. Right. I still laugh all the time at him going, yo, you're a bum. Like, and yeah. saying that like on national mm-hmm. TV, like he can't come backstage and like get in his face after that and punch the guy. Like you, you can't do that. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I think that both of them can handle this better. And like I said, this is a reoccurring theme that let me know what you're doing. If this is the, if this is the, the stick, if this is the work, let me know. Because that was the issue with, with punk and mm-hmm. hangman as well. Let me know what you're doing. And I mm-hmm. feel like that's a, that's an issue in both of these things. And that's goes back to my story that this, the statement that was being made was no more taking liberties and promos guys. Like, mm-hmm. right. Um, you guys can't do that. You guys, uh, the the way I heard it was put, that Tony's words were, and that's why I put it in quotes in the the article was, "You're flying too close to the sun on this stuff now." Right. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. He's like, Brit. I want he, he wants them to, <laughs> he wants them to have freedom with their promos. He doesn't want to assign scripts, but he's like, I can't let you guys continue to do this if you're gonna just go completely off the start. If I'm giving you time on my show. And then you say you got five minutes, but you're talking about something that doesn't have to do with anything. Then we have a problem here. We have to like yeah. make sure everything is flowing in the way. You can't just be out there like I got my own agendas. Fuck this guy because that's not how right professional yeah. wrestling show works. Yeah, you gotta you gotta let the other person you're working with know what's going on, and that's mm-hmm. why I'm like reoccurring thing here. Uh, like I said, the Hangman and, and Punk thing, this thing, Britt Baker. Yeah. <laughs> Brit be yeah. letting him loose. She is so funny. <laughs> what are you doing, Brit? And that that was the other story that's been circulating around about um, 
you know, uh, David Bixenspan did a, a big article basically talking to anybody who's worked with Thunder Rosa. Um, and uh, Fightful Select had a story about uh, detailing heat with Thunder Rosa. Um, there's, there's stuff uh, as far as the, the women's locker room not getting along. There's, there's definitely We have definitely side. heard some rumblings for a while. We man. have been hearing it for a while. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, talking about memory, um, mm. the people who cite little things that we say or do where mm-hmm. they were like, uh, uh, somebody brought up how after the, uh, the, the Grap City episode right before Battle of the Belts, and they were like, Will kind of hinted at something that happened after the Jamie Hayter and Thunder Rosa match. And I was like, oh, I guess I did. How the hell do you remember that? <laughs> got, that got that camera and microphone in front of you. Buddy. Oh, I, know, yeah. right? like, I, I did say that like things happened. Um, and the story that's out there was what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that it's out there now um, that, yeah, Thunder Rosa did break Jamie Hayter's nose. Uh, after the match was over, there was um, Jamie Hader was not happy about it. Not happy. <laughs> I would say there was the opposite of a confrontation, and that uh, they got backstage and went opposite mm-hmm. direction. It was like a uh, though it, it was bad. It, it was real mm-hmm. bad. Um, and but yeah, regardless, Thunder Rose is hurt now. Um, it's not a the way she talked about it was it's not like a it's a nagging injury not a mm-hmm. um, a specific injury because the thing people turned to was she had no matches what are you talking about she's injured yeah um, and yeah. so that was where the the speculation came about that she wasn't it's um, like that makes more sense because she hasn't been wrestling because she's yeah. been hurt yeah right that she it's just a wild coincidence that it happened at this time so because well, people are making was... the correlation of like oh she's out because of heat she's out because of blah 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 but it's like it's it, what yeah. i think it more so is is that she was hoping to be better before the pay-per-view and now mm-hmm. we're a week out and it's like no she can't so we're crowning an interim champion right um story going around is that it was always going to be tony storm mm-hmm. uh winning the title um which good for her because yeah, yeah. uh i mean tony storm yeah. has gotten has been pretty well over since she came in um she's, she's won... been my favorite AEW women's wrestler since she came in like all of her matches are they bang she's yeah. the only women's wrestler on the roster who willingly jumped ship um, right <laughs> she is the only one who uh AEW picked up that wasn't released from mm-hmm. their contract before she uh she quit WWE and came to AEW. And yep. that is one of those things that, um, how about knowing AEW your worth? Has, yeah. And AEW has been willing to show kind of a reward for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Of like, you know, you actively chose this company when you left that other company while in the middle of a program with Charlotte flair for the SmackDown <laughs> women's title. And <laughs> that sounds insane. <laughs> you actively left, came over here. Um, and, yeah, I've heard other stuff around that, but like beyond that, it's at the end of the day, she, this is where she is, and right. she has been over. She's has lived up to her performances. Actually, this is somebody I would reward with a, a title reign. 
Yep. Um, yeah. So I do think she's winning the four way. But man, mm-hmm. am I happy it's a four way? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. With these four, with and your favorite Sheeta? wrestlers back with... in here to replace Sheeta is Rosa. wrestling in the Mecca, brother. It's uh, happening. Wow. Hikaru Shida, mm-hmm. uh, Britt Baker, mm-hmm. Tony Storm, and Jamie Hader. Are you kidding me? And yeah. the fact is, like, remember I talk. I used to talk about the the fatal four ways that they used to do uh mm-hmm. back in the early aw days and like she does won three of the four of them i think um and but they were just all bangers right it was just like just a fun uh just kind of balls to the ball four way um mm-hmm. kenny put those together and like mm-hmm. to know that the best of those fatal four ways had um actually out of those four fatal four ways Britt and Sheeta were in two of, or were in three of them. Mm. Britt and Sheeta are coming up in this one, mm-hmm. so I know I got Britt Sheeta, and then we got, and they got two extra great pieces extra added great. on to it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I would not be mad at all if Sheeta won. By the way, I, I think mm-hmm. that she. Kinda... I, 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 do, I wouldn't be, but I still feel like no matter what, it's Tony's. It's time. Tony's time. I, oh, TV. I agree. I'm just saying that I wouldn't be upset if if Sheeta got another reign. Um, mm-hmm. She kind of deserves it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think Mix did a great job on that uh, piece because I mm-hmm. think it was very, it was very comprehensive in the sense that he talked to people that had issue with her. Uh, he talked to people that had positive things to say about her. Um, I felt like he covered the injury stuff well because I've seen a lot of people that are like, "Oh, well, she's not injured," and then they'll throw like the bathroom story in there, which I just, I don't believe that happened. And even if it uh, did, that doesn't really have any bearing on the story itself. And I feel like when you put that kind of stuff in the story, it makes it harder to believe it. Right. Uh, it regardless if it happened. People are not, just going to latch on to that part anyway. Exactly. It, it's yeah. kind of like the punk thing, how people were latching on to the point where he was saying that, that he threatened to leave. And people were only talking about that part. And they were like, oh, well, that's not true. So the whole story is not true. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. just that part is exaggerated. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I, I think he handled it in a good way. Uh, I think that the Rosa stuff is more complicated than people think. Right. I don't think it's just essentially, okay, this person doesn't like her, so nobody likes her. It sounds like from what he was saying, there were extras that had stuff to say about her. Uh, there were people on the roster that did. But at the same time, there were people that enjoyed working with her. So mm-hmm. um, it's just it's kind of like any working environment. There's going to be some people that don't like you, and there's going to be some people that do. It is what it right. is. Uh, I I don't think her injury is a work either. I know people are we're trying to run with that. Uh, I don't think this back injury would just come out of nowhere. Uh, and from what trying to say, Thunder Rosa lost her smile like Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I saw I saw somebody make that. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. pretty good. Oh my, um, yeah, from what she described on Busted Open, it doesn't sound like that's the case. Uh, it sounds like it's a real injury. I could be wrong. Like if you're but... working, don't work that hard because you're scaring me. Saying like you, you legs and your back and you're in bed. Like, don't work it that hard if it's a fucking work. So that's why you, I have to believe it's a, yeah, you know, real. It, it, but but see, the the part that confuses me is she was saying that it sounds like she's going to be out for a while, and then I, we're also hearing they don't think she's going to be out long. That's why they did make her vacate the title, and so it's kind of like which is true. Uh, the other part of this is people making such a big to do about her not cutting her promo and ring. Mm-hmm. That didn't bother me that much. I don't know why people made that big of a deal out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have been more bothered if she had to vacate her title because they haven't made anybody else do that. 
I I think it says more about what they see in that division and Rosa that they didn't make her vacate the title. Um, mm-hmm. But that's just me. Yeah. Um, oh, and speaking of vacating titles, we got to talk about the last big thing of the week. John Moxley squashed CM Punk. Oh, he, didn't, he didn't vacate. So. Shit. You know what I mean? Just lost. He just uh, outright lost. And man, no he's now officially this. He's officially the shortest reigning AEW world champion. Um, In the mud, as some people would say, right, Phil? Uh, I mean, you know what, though? I appreciate that because um, I would like to kind of change up some of the records. Like, Jericho had a good reign. That doesn't need to be the shortest. Um, You know how I was preaching when Hangman was champion that every championship doesn't have to be the longest. Everything doesn't have to be wrong with short. There's nothing wrong with short reigns. Nothing Um, at all. Uh, But matches, too. I like like the story that they told with this match. Like people want to talk about Punk as a professional. I'll say this. Punk, and I said this on Day After Dynamite, that man mm-hmm. came out here like he was on top of the world. Mm-hmm. That man did not boo-boo face this in yeah. the slightest. There was like, no tell. Because uh, you, you know, like, King Boo-Boo face was, uh, what's his name? Uh, Alberto Del Rio, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you knew when he was coming out, and he looked, he had this grim look on his face, like he's about to drop the title to John Cena. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. Nah, CM Punk came out here hype. It's clobbering time. He looked like he was going to dominate this man, John Moxley, who made short work of him. I saw somebody, though, make the good joke that as he was making the um, the kick, what happened? What what caused uh, Punk to uh, to go down? A, a heel turn? Was he, <laughs> he turning his heel? Because that's kind of what it looked silly. like. Hilarious. <laughs> I was like, that's oh, that, that's pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, Moxley is the undisputed champion. Um, oh, is that not how that was supposed to go? It's like my favorite line. Right Moxley now. has been playing the perfect Yo. role against uh, in all of this. <laughs> Mox was great throughout this entire thing, and I'm glad he got that moment. Um, mm. I, I thought I think he deserved it because he again he carried that main event scene on his back for two months, so he Definitely. deserved this. Um, yeah. but the way that he hit both of those, uh, he hit both of those Death Riders and pinned them. And as soon as the count was over, he flipped off the camera like, yeah, <laughs> fuck all you guys that didn't think I could beat them. Fuck out of here. I am your champion now. I'm not keeping anybody's seat warm. This is my title. I main evented in his hometown. This is my show. Yeah. And I felt that. Like, his, his promo afterwards, perfect. He yeah. he got all of his shit off. I was like, talk to him. And so, mm-hmm. of and course. the match is still on. So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, match is still happening. I don't know why people are buying into the work. Oh, he's really hurt. He's he was milking it, guys. Phil Lindsay wasn't wasn't shot. He wasn't. Uh, they didn't trick him for one second. He wasn't. He was not for it. one. I was sitting second. looking at it at the end because at first I was like, because this is just how great these guys are, both Punk and Mox. After Punk threw the kick, I looked like I was like, oh wait, is he really hurt? Because he was selling this thing great, but. After the match was over and how he kept selling it, I was like, he's definitely selling. The way the camera kept zooming in on him selling. And um, I think the biggest tell was him walking out and the look on his face while he was walking out and how the camera made sure to get that. Nah. I was like, nah, the, the match is still happening. This is Chicago Phil milking that it up. That uh, road to all out uh, special is being, this is that shot right here for that special for him getting yeah. his championship back. Like this is happening. Yeah, but nah, I, I think the story here is great. It would have been very easy for them 
to have Punk come back and uh, do the whole, oh, well, I'm going to beat you. I'm the best ever. And then go straight to Chicago and beat him and then just write Mox off. I think this is much better because you gave Mox his moment and then you added more more layers to this story because mm-hmm. the story is really is that punk underestimated him. Yep. He came back straight away and he down talked him. He mocked him. And then he came out in this match. And once that foot was hurt, Mox didn't give him a second. He was told like, him. Nah, he nah, Punk told him he wasn't the real champion. Like he he dogged yeah. him when he came back. Yeah, exactly. So, so really, this kind of looks like comeuppance for for Punk, not just for underestimating him, but for the stuff with Hankman, mm-hmm. for basically eking out every win up to this point. When you really look at it, Punk kind of got lucky a lot of times. He got lucky in the title match. If mm-hmm. if Hangman doesn't hesitate, does Punk win that match? Right. Uh, if if. If Warlow doesn't help him in that MJF match, does he win that match? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the story that he's been eking out all the these Wardlow wins. The Warlow match. Yeah. yeah. So that's the story. He's been eking out all these wins until he got up against Mox and his body just legitimately failed him and he lost. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it's a great story going into Chicago. When he first got to the company, he told everybody the most dangerous place to face me is in Chicago. Not for Moxley, who has won two titles in your hometown. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's great. I think the build it's they've great. done is fantastic. Yeah, I was just going to say that it tells a, a great story. That match tells a great story. The match that happens at Dynamite tells a great story of Moxley and the Blackpool Combat Club because they kind of pitch that way of wrestling. And like, if your opponent's hurt, you don't have any sympathy you get on him you finish the match and it's over and he immediately starts hitting the blackpool combat elbows when the punk gets hurt and you know it's like damn it's getting when when it's that time the match is pretty close to ending and it was super close to ending and yeah i mean put a stamp on it this is the other funny part to me about people that think he's really hurt uh if he was really hurt do you think mox would have jumped on him and started (laughs) twisting his ankle and twisting that foot no Mm -hmm. if he was really hurt because people were thinking that he was hurt beforehand, and that's why they did a short match. If he was really hurt, they wouldn't have approved the match, period. No. Exactly. He wouldn't. If he was really hurt, he wouldn't have been back out there hopping on that foot. They would have had no. this guy right. wrapped in bubble tape for mm-hmm. weeks into All Out. They're not letting him out there to do that. Um, but again, like I said, that's the great story they did here. The way he gloated when Mox was came, coming out to the ring, doing the, doing the Snow Angels and mm-hmm. Man, again, and this he was... He got checked. He was, yeah. he was too cocky, and he got checked. Mox didn't yeah. uh, Mox didn't get... Uh, was serious the whole time. There wasn't a point where he was like, this is a joke. He was like, no, dude, I'm coming to the show to beat your ass. This is... Uh, to, to to liken this to a Rocky reference, this is this is Rocky and Rocky Three. He thought he mm-hmm. had this sold up, and Clubber came out there and beat his ass, and yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. he came out there and tried to hot dog it, and Clubber beat his ass. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, Drizzy Drew says, man, TK needs an enforcer or needs to delegate more. All of that actually happened. That was a big part of the meeting this week was um, talking about kind of the new line of succession and how you can, um, who everybody has the ability to talk to. Dude, Arn Anderson's there. He has an actual enforcer. (laughs) Okay, so, (laughs) man, I keep seeing this. People are like, he sold the wrong ankle. No, he didn't. um, Because... Because oh my God, yeah, people think ridiculous. that he landed the kick with the foot that was injured. No, he his foot went out on the foot that's injured. So he mm. he at one point that he he grabbed 
he grabbed that foot and people exaggerated, but no, he didn't. He well, you he also right. even if he does grab that other foot, he's selling hitting someone's head with his foot, so you can sell that too. That's how no, this man. all works. <laughs> I I thought this was perfectly booked. I thought this was a great way to add more interest to this matchup. And man, are you kidding me? Punk coming out to cut the promo next week in Chicago ahead all out. Mm-hmm. It's going to be oh fire. And I'm telling you right now, buddy. Jesus Christ. I'm telling you right now. Listen, I've seen people do it and say, oh, does Phil have to remind us he's from Chicago? Yes, I do, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, uh, let me tell you right now, buddy. If I am in the building for two two AEW title wins from Punk, oh, my God. Whoa. Cut cut off, cut Twitter off. Cut the cameras off. Shut it out. It's, it's over, over, buddy. It's, it's over. over. Two-time yeah. Phil. Mm-hmm. Back to back in one year. Forget mm-hmm. about it, buddy. Yeah, forget <laughs> it. Forget mm-hmm. it. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be horrible for guys. Uh, it's gonna. That's why I've been watching Twitter and seeing how people are like punks in the mud. Nah, get your jokes in now. Mm-mm. Eat it up now, buddy. You're about boy, to be in the mud, buddy. Boy, if my man wins this title in in Chicago, forget about it. Forget it. Hey, let's wrap up with a, uh, the last of them. Ronan Mike Clip says, I used to cover gaming slash movie news. WWE had a party and Triple H was there. Me and a friend wanted to take a picture with him. He was struggling with his phone and Hunter said, uh, how many Mexicans does it take to take a photo? True story. I mean, guys, uh, like I said, most of the most racist shit that's taking place in WWE usually had Hunter uh, somewhere nearby. I remember there was that DX Great Kali segment and Hunter put on his fucking Indian accent. Did anybody remember that? Yes. It's real bad. Um, and I mean, one of the most racist moments in WWE history, like top three, top two, he was a part of it. The DX blackface thing. Like, come him, on. Uh, him, no? him doing the, the gorilla ooga booga thing. Oh, yeah. He's had some bad moments. So. Booker, <laughs> Booker promo, like it's not, it's it's bad out here. Yeah, we right. said some bad moments. Uh, but that's you know we're we're moving forward. Yeah, uh, man. And but what a, what a great week! I again, I few think more. That, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I, I I think that the second hour of Dynamite this week was probably the most exciting I've ever seen because that was pretty just hot. everything from the Punk match to the main event. Uh, after the main event, everything was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Orlando says, I want Sheeta to win since she didn't have a title reign in front of fans. It will go to Tony. Yeah, I know. Um, get her mox moment. Yeah. yeah. I did get to break the news on Sheeta having a title defense at uh, on Monday. Or, uh, yeah, that's going to be on Monday. Um, defending the the wave title against um, uh, Amy Sakura. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, really. That's a cool really. little scoop I happened upon. Yeah, <laughs> baby. So. Scoops, baby. <laughs> I, I mean, really, in the four, Fatal 4-Way, I don't think there's a bad option because I don't think any of those women winning is bad. And I know people are going to be like, but Britt, I don't want Britt to win either for, for for numerous reasons. But the person that would get the most out of that story-wise is probably Britt. Um, that's just, to be honest, but, yeah, but I don't I want to see Britt and I don't want her to win either. Yeah, I, I don't want to see Britt and Thunder Rosa again, no matter what this has to set up. Uh, you're, getting, you're getting Britt versus Thunder Rosa again, buddy. Yeah, it's it's going to happen. Like- yeah, Briss trying to become Charlotte. Let's let's get yeah. it. Let's keep it up. Hannah says, uh, guys, how good is wrestling right now? OMG, a delight. Chef's kiss. Life's good. Stay it's awesome. amazing. That main event was insane. Blew all of our brains out. That dynamite Woo. main event. Oh my god. Again, as I'm gonna start, as I'm gonna keep saying, 
Stop talking about wrestling like a zero-sum game, guys. If mm -hmm. one company's good, I know this is how you felt for a while, right? Because you've been like, well, AEW was good and WWE wasn't, and now WWE's good, so AEW must not be. Or mm -hmm. uh, I can only, it, like, doesn't have to be that way. You do only need to um, enjoy whatever you enjoy. You are not required to enjoy anything you don't. I was trying to tell people that literally the last couple of years when people are like, well, why don't you do this for WWE when you do it for AEW? Because I didn't like Vince McMahon's writing. I was finally That's sick it. of that shit. I was sick of that shit for the last... Uh, Forever. But I've been sick of it for many years, mm -hmm. but uh, the last three or four years were the point where I reached where I was like, I don't have to put up with this. I don't have to. So I stopped. I stopped caring. But October look, 4th, 2019. That was the but, day. But I have, I came back yet. but my taste, um, I, the only thing I am loyal to when it comes to pro wrestling is my taste. That's it. Mm -hmm. It's shit I like. If I don't like it, you're going to hear from me that I don't like it. And shout out to WWE, man. They're back. They started SmackDown. <laughs> shout out to WWE. They started Who Smack are you? <laughs> they smart <laughs> Look, this is crazy, man. Who is this guy? <laughs> they started SmackDown with a wrestling match. Ricochet and uh, Happy Corbin. But it started with a wrestling match, not a bullshit-ass, long-ass promo. They got to it, and I'm going to give it up to WWE because I've been watching their shit consistently. And that's all I wanted. When I was running on here being upset, it's because I genuinely have loved Didn't... this company my whole life, dude. And like to, for it to be shitty and me waste time watching it, that hurt me. And so I just want the show to be good. If it's good, I'm going to watch it. It's good. I'm watching it. Shout out to the WWE. No, I feel you. You're, you're, I absolutely agree. Uh, like I gave up money, I gave up time, I've given up so much for them. I wanted, I want a reward for it. I know it sounds crazy, but yo, reward me for being here, man. Like and <laughs> shitty writing and short matches and all that bullshit is not rewarding me for being here. Now they're rewarding me for being here. So yeah, uh, and yeah, a couple more things. We got a couple more. WWE's come into the Bay Area and say it's September. What, my $35? Bay Area, area. area. Uh, I don't man. know what's going on. Am so, I going to get somebody another somebody $35? Somebody said Reg has been hacked. <laughs> Look, guys. I'm a robot. I don't know why people thought we like had company loyalty. That's mm -hmm. not the case. We're just loyal mm -hmm. to our taste. If That's anything, it. other way around. Like, <laughs> um, I think that. Because I've seen people come at me when I tweet positively about WWE, and they're like, oh, look, who, look at the AEW guy who's coming. Uh, wh why are you suddenly into WWE? Because the so, uh, only thing that I'm loyal to is my motherfucking taste. I've been, I've watched WWE for way longer than mm. AEW. So, like, a year, 20 years, way, so much longer. How would I not? You know what I mean? It just doesn't stop. Like, like that's that, it. Though. That's all I care about is, is, is this good programming for me? Um, I'm excited. I am very much liking the longer matches on yep. television. Having a lot of fun with those. Um, yeah. and KO is back, baby. That's KO, what KO is back. I love KO. KO. Sami Zayn. I love all. It's amazing. Finn Balor's getting this shit off. Like yo, yes, do yeah. it. Yeah, thank you. Um, only thing I didn't like this week was Edge. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm still, you know, there's still some kinks to be worked out. There's, 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 yeah. yeah, there's definitely kinks to be worked <laughs> out. Um, um, but other than that. I'm having fun, and I'm having fun with everything right now. We've um, done like three grabsities in a row where the whole talk was about WWE. So yeah, no, nah, they gotta so. they gotta stop that shield talk, man. It's, I'm it's saying, not working no more. Man. It's a, I don't know, man. Uh, 
let's see. We got Life of Deem said, um, what's up, Grab City crew? Happy Saturday. Everything going on has me so excited because I don't know what's coming next. Wrestling fans are eating good. Uh, That's the thing, Autoclay. too. Yeah, it's it, it, news is coming so fast. I'm like, damn, I didn't even know about that. Yo, There's 50 million stories. It, man, if you look at it within the two week, last two weeks, man, Osprey has been feeding the people, boy. Ooh, that Osprey G1 match, the, the match that he had last week, the match that he had this week, Osprey's the, killing it, man. The six-man on Dynamite was... You know, I wasn't sure how they would find a way for Will Osprey and Ozzy Open to win. But because I didn't want Death Triangle to win, uh, to lose, but uh, hey, we found it out. The and... brother did three five star plus matches in one week. Uh, man, now, by the way, now he's about to share a ring with Kenny. He's about to do it again. God he's Omega. about to do it again for sure on Wednesday. Killing no it, bro. doubt about it. <laughs> Yo, Osprey, Osprey wrestling in the Mecca again. Come on, we'll oh, take it. Oh my God. And Shot Town to, 2 with Wednesday? that hot ass crowd. I'm not going, but, but I'm excited. Well, you Come mean on. to tell me right now you wouldn't go? Knowing now what you're about to get on that show, you wouldn't make that 30-minute trek sure? to Man, I just don't want to travel all the way out to Hoffman it's a lot. on Wednesday. Yeah. I, I, I kind of want to go, but I, I'm not going. Uh, Phil, but Phil. You're Phil, about to miss a five-star match. Phil, a guaranteed five-star match. I'm going to watch it at home. I'm not going to miss guarantee. it. Guaranteed. I'm <laughs> being in there, feeling the energy, feeling in your soul. Come on. I was I was there for Mox versus Osprey at Windy City Riot. I was That's there hot. for Mox versus Orange Cassidy. Pretty hot. I, I've ate well this year. Uh, so I can miss this. Man, Forbidden I, Door. I hate y'all, man. It's yeah. crazy out here. What a lie. I hate y'all. <laughs> Kettle says, "Oh, you ain't you ain't me yet. Oh my God! Don't let my guy win on Saturday, on Sunday, man. <laughs> we got you." Kel says, "If we look at AEW in a sports format, TK is a great GM slash owner with a great roster. But in most sports, the GM um, HC Booker doesn't work. Um, given its quality roster, wouldn't TK benefit from a Booker coming in? TK's eye. Uh, it says TK's eye for talent." Um, no, uh, guys, do you realize in its history, WWE had one booker, mm-hmm. Vince McMahon. I know there's been different people creatively who have contributed, but it had one booker the entire time. Went through it one was guy. Vince. Mm-hmm. Now, the, and that's why I think it's weird when people are like, well, TK needs to get somebody else booking. I think that's his favorite part. That's what makes me laugh. I'm like, I think he would get people to do all the other jobs surrounding it and just book. He loves to book. Like he, It's like not the, like no. an extra burden on him. He likes doing that shit. I promise you, guaranteed, as long as he is in charge, never going to happen. Mm-mm. Never going to happen. It's his company. He is going to be the booker. And again, yep. Vince McMahon was eternally the booker of WWE. Like, yeah, you have Vince Russo, who is the head writer, but at the end of the day, the booker was Vince McMahon. The mm-hmm. booker is the person who decides ultimately what happens on this show. Yeah. Now, you can have writers who decide how you get there. But ultimately, booker was Vince. And it was always Vince. If booker said it was uh, booker. Uh, if Vince said it was the at the end of the day, it is Undertaker versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. That is Vince McMahon's decision. Now, Vince Russo would book the feud as far as... Um, uh, how you get there, that would always be, uh, uh, again, that could be a Vince Russo. That could have been a um, Bruce Pritchard. Lots of guys decided how you got there. But at the end of the day, 
um, the booker was Vince. And as far as we're concerned, it's Tony Khan who will ultimately say, this is the feud. It's going to be CM Punk versus uh, John Moxley. Mm-hmm. Now, CM Punk and John Moxley are both creative guys. They can help decide how they get there week to week. But right. the booking itself will be Tony Khan, and it's always going to be Tony Khan. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he's been like really clear about that. Mm-hmm. I don't see it changing. Um, I don't think it's going to. We've asked him in the free pressers about like we were asking him about Ring of Honor and if somebody was going to come in, and he was explicitly like, "No, I'm booking all of this. This is mine. This is my job." He's like, "I have a couple people that pitch ideas and all this stuff, but for the most part, this is me, and it's going to continue to be me." Yeah, like you could say there needs to be some other creative elements added. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as booking is concerned, he's not going to uh, give that up. That's Mm-mm. that's a lot of power to give up for your promotion. Yeah. And uh, as you can see, Vince had to be dragged out of it at 77 <laughs> years old. <laughs> Yo, he was Those... not giving that spot up ever, Vince... dude, ever. WWE <laughs> has its of all of our lifetimes. WWE has its first non-Vince Booker of our lifetime ever. Like that's wild. And so to even think three years in that the guy who started this company is going to give up his booking spot, it's not going to happen. I don't know where anybody thinks that idea comes from. It's not. This is a very weird timeline. I mean, seeing those pictures from his his birthday or whatever this weekend, and he was just like. In regular clothes, mm-hmm. I, I will tell you. Weird. I, I, I will tell you that um, the I had a clip because everybody's like John Cena goes out to dinner with Vince McMahon. I had that clip of John Cena queued up. It's still in my drafts of John Cena. Just saying, uh, that time you open a promo with "Life is all about choices," and it was just that clip, and I was gonna post that. Yeah, uh, so. yeah. The, the people that you would expect were there. I don't know why people were like, oh, this person was there. Ah, like, why would you be surprised if Brock is there? Brock is a fist no. guy. Come on. That's you're, the you're, least you're surprising beloved, thing ever. Your beloved Pat McAfee is also a Vince guy. I hate to break it to you guys. Uh, I don't know why that's a surprise. I don't like, know. Of course, The Undertaker, Cena, Pat McAfee. And all the, yeah, yeah like, these are what, all guys what? that you would not expect. <laughs> uh, like, and and I, I don't even have a problem with it because it's like, these are people that have been loyal to him. He's 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 done great things by them for their career, and he they still consider him friends. Yeah, of course. Brock Lesnar's been with them for twenty. He's been letting people Brock Lesnar bury people for twenty years. You think he's not about to show up to his dinner? Like you've been letting me control your show for twenty years. I will by, show up to eat a steak with you, bro. By the way, because I saw this, people that were that were comparing Punk losing on Wednesday to, that to was Kofi crazy. getting squashed. Crazy. That was nasty. No, Who that was nasty? That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. That's the that's dumbest disgusting. shit I've ever heard in my life. Who that was nasty? Like, There's a storyline here. There was that no story for, 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 for Kofi. Not things work. Totally different circumstances. Totally um, nasty comparison, buddy. Here's... Hold on. Uh, I'm, I need to do some uh, math really quick. Give me just a second. Uh, you guys keep talking. Uh, keep he talking, but I got some math. Do the math. Yeah, I, I just think that people have got to stop doing I need to this. Look something, uh, something happens over there. So if you are mad at this that WWE did, you got to be mad at this thing. I just think it's a stupid way to view the programming. And every time you do that, it's stupid. Just like when people were saying Hangman's run was like Big E's run. 
No, it wasn't. Stop making these dumb comparisons just because you don't like AEW. Like, if you don't like AEW, just don't watch it, man. It's not that serious. Especially when CM Punk's gonna like get a rematch in two weeks and like win it. Probably back. win. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're totally different. Again, <laughs> I'm telling you, I've already warned you guys ahead of time. It's bad. This guy wins. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my uh, okay. god I, I have my on. answer um, so oh they could have let's matched, just, uh, just on a comparison of just on a comparison of time of uh, the amount of time Kofi got in his match versus the amount of time CM Punk got in his match it is a 2,275% increase in time between those two matches. What the, the fuck are you talking really about? It's eight seconds, eight seconds versus 190 seconds. What mm. the fuck are you talking about? He didn't even, if you really pay attention to it, he didn't even beat him with a paradigm shift. He beat him with two Death Riders. Right. Two. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't like he just, it wasn't like he just squashed him with a paradigm shift and was like, all right, well, that's it. Because that's, mm-hmm. that's what happened to, Mark, to uh, mm-hmm. Kofi. No, just like the same thing. Not Kofi the same. literally Not ran in F five one two three. Yeah, that was it. Michael Cole hadn't even finished promoting the the thing that was sponsoring the match. Where he's like, "This match is sponsored by whatever," and then uh, Kofi runs in, gets F five one two three. Not even the fucking same. Get yeah, out of that- here with that shit. It might be a sore sore point for me because I'm still mad the way they did Kofi. My I hands still hate. This that. is how my hands go every time we start talking about that. They automatically go to middle fingers anytime that story comes up. I, yeah, I I, I still so hate that they did that to oh, Kofi. God, I hate it. Make so make it right, and it and it makes it makes me even matter when like that when that great highlight reel came out of Shelton. This by the way, and put some respect on Shelton's name. He's he's a legend. Uh, and when I saw that, and I was like, yeah, Shelton should have been champion. And then when I think, like, Kofi was champion, and that man still hasn't got the second ring, make it right, Triple H. Make it right. And speaking of Shelton, you guys, stop recycling fucking content. I don't want – in two weeks, we're going to have the same thing. Come up with something new. We know Shelton Benjamin was underrated. We know that he should have had the belt. But we get it. You're going to say it again in two weeks. Stop it. We get it. Do something <laughs> yeah. else. Stop yeah. stealing tweets. Come up with your own. Stop stealing content. tweets for sure. I I, I definitely Louise. see people stealing your guys' tweets, and I don't care that, re- that it's they done. They be remix. I'd be like, I see your little remix, but I people know be what's remixing going your on man's here, tweets, bro. man. I seen oh it. I seen God. it. It's nasty work. <laughs> Derek Gordon says uh, TK told the story on Swear's podcast about writing shows as a kid. He's never giving that up. Yeah, no, he loves that shit. Yeah, it's not happening. Look at him. He loves it. <laughs> you look at him. <laughs> he loves, he it. loves he it. Loves it. <laughs> look at him. <laughs> um, Jake Salzer says, "I'm a fill on this. I'm going to be ple- completely out of pocket if Punk wins again. You know he's going to. Hey, this is going to be a great weekend though, because uh, coming up this week." Um, Black Wrestlers Matter is happening on Friday, which um, we were going to talk about, but then I just realized we're doing a show on Friday. So, actually, I um, will be there as well. Yeah. Oh, and, sweet. Yeah, we can yeah. talk about it but in, in depth. Yeah. Well, so, on Friday, uh, we will be back for another edition of Grapsity in less than a week. Plus, we've got Ask Grapsity coming up. Plus, yes. I have a new show debuting tomorrow, in case uh, people haven't been following me on Twitter. Um, I, uh, along with my... Uh, I suppose best friend and worst enemy in Denise Salcedo. Uh, 
um, in the, that combination, um, we will be uh, hosting a new show called After the Week every Sunday. That's going to air at 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that's 10 a.m. Pacific. Sorry, Denise, that I'm making you get up that early. Why y'all um, got to do this to us, man? It's early. <laughs> Me and Denise are West Coast kids. I We're know, asleep. right? No, that was what we talked about where I was like, look, I'm not going to do the Grap City <laughs> stuff to you, but... Um, An hour later, uh, it'll work. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I'm like, but it, we, we still got to do this fairly early. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be um, this Sunday. Uh, check it out. Uh, as I said, on Ask Rhapsody, um, got a great theme song. Uh, done by the great Mikey Ruckus. I'm really excited for you guys to hear and laugh at that because it's definitely fun and funny. Um, I'm really happy with it. Uh, that's after the week. Will Washington, Denise Salcedo. That will be not on Fightful, though. That'll be on Denise's YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. So check that out. It'll be every week, every Sunday. Uh, and we'll just look back at the week that was. And shout out to your daughter. It's her birthday. Big one one out here killing the game. Award winning actress extraordinaire. It's just great talent. I'm gonna write her coattails. I'm gonna be at the MTV movie awards. Black. I believed in her since day one. She is so cool. <laughs> She's the coolest. It's, it's, it's over for you, Cal California. It's Cal over for California, you, buddy. you're out of <laughs> uh, here. You're uh you're you're heading into teenager land, buddy. Oh it's my over. God. Man. She, Cal California 11, is gone. Bro. I can't I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> it's over, buddy. I've 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 watched it happen with my um, big sister and watching how, you know, all of her kids have gotten older and they're like slowly progressing into that being embarrassed by their parents mode and yep. pushing away from their parents. Yeah, buddy. It's over for you, Cal. You out of here. You out of here. <laughs> Cal, Cal California's on the rope. She's tall, too, man. She's about to be towering over yeah. you, too. You're, go- no, you're no, about no, to be no, towering no, over no, you. Yeah, you Veda, Veda, not tall. She She's is. Not tall. Oh, not in the slightest. As man, you've got some ankles over there. She'd be looking tall in the pictures. <laughs> I know. No, so she is. She throws me off, right? Because she's actually really small. She mm. is. Um, because she's my. Because you guys, her parents are pretty. Yeah. You guys are pretty I know. tall. About, yeah, uh, Corey yeah. is five seven. I'm six foot. Like, yeah. In theory, but uh, according to the height calculator, Veda's going to top out at five five at best. Oh uh, damn! Just based on the rate she's tall. growing. No, she is. Uh, <laughs> you got some great angles over there. You fooled me. <laughs> I know she is uh, four foot nine currently, and the. She's my only point of reference for how tall an 11-year-old is supposed to be. So, like, every time I see her, I'm like, man, you're getting so big. And then I had back-to-school night the other night. I went up to the school. All these kids are so huge. And I'm like, <laughs> you're like what are small. these? I'm like, who are these kids? Uh, and Veda's like, oh, these are my classmates. I'm like, why are they so big? And I reminded, she's genuinely the smallest in her grade. Mm. And uh, I don't know how, but she is a short kid. Four foot nine. Um, all her That's friends are uh, over five foot. What kind of cake y'all eating over there? You make it? Y'all bake it? Uh, yeah, we made a cake. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that no, it was actually it was uh, a text from Denise because um, I forgot we we're also uh, doing. I think Denise and I are doing three podcasts this week because mm-hmm. we're also doing a. Um, uh, and this was her thinking about. Uh, <laughs> 
I'm going to cut Buster out because she is no, I'm doing a show right now. Um, about what time we're supposed to be doing our all-out preview on Thursday. So just lots of podcasts happening because, of course, I got Day After Dynamite Thursday. This is a busy week of podcasts. Um, if you're in Chicago, come out and see us because we're going to be there. And by Chicago, I mean Hoffman Estates uh, because it ain't actual Chicago. Um, and... This just it's going to be a fun week. I'm going to try and get as much content as possible. Um, we might be doing some interviews. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought hey. we, are, is that happening? Uh, I haven't gotten confirmation, mm. but the, uh, the ask is out there. So we, should so we might on. possibly have an interview coming this week. Yeah. yeah so, so yeah, yeah. So don't, don't be upset if we're not here on Saturday. You're getting plenty of content. Mm-hmm. Um, Matter of fact, I, oh, that's a good idea. Okay. I just I figured it out. Mm-hmm. Figured mm-hmm. shit out. Flip. All there right, you go. folks. Grapsity is just going to be out here continuing to do what Grapsity does best, and that is uh, giving it to you. This is what we do. Thank yeah, you. Man. Thank you for your support of Grapsity. Thank you for watching this episode, and we will be back next week. Um, this time on when or on Friday. I don't have the exact time yet. Um, could be same time. Uh, might not be. Don't know. But either way, uh, we will be here on Friday. And also, check out After the Week, because I'm really looking forward to that show as well. So, hey, happy birthday to Veda, man. And yeah. yeah. Shout out happy to Grapsity legend, Billy. Um, I ain't taking no respect on Billy, man. Anybody that's hopping on the internet disrespecting Billy, nah, we no, no, that's 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 disrespect, my son. And that, you know the, the, the dumb shit words. about that was, um, I, I can't believe I'm actually addressing this. I can accept my son being called a dork because you know what? My son is fairly dorky. Um, and guess what? So is his dad. I am. So I can accept that from most people. Bro, but, I saw that outfit he had on when Sean Ross sat random down. You can't talk about dorks nah, because you're yeah, king dork, like, bro. You can't talk know, about like, dorks. You're a fucking dork. Yeah, like if you are a fucking dork in a piece of shit, no, you don't get to say that about my No. Kid. You don't. No. Nah, um, so. that, that was nasty work. And I, I wouldn't have addressed it. But again, Billy is a Grab City legend. What would Come our on. first episode have been without Billy, <laughs> Billy running in the room? Come, Come on. on He's a draw, man. man. He, brought us, he brought us numbers in that first episode, man. Yes. Shout he out to the young lady. I have to now go and turn this room right here that you guys see every week on Grab City into my daughter's slumber party room. Because uh, because it being her birthday weekend, she is having like five girls over. Is it One Direction themed? I don't know. What are the popular One Direction might be out hell out right? Isn't no, it like so just they're Harry gonna Styles watch now. So my daughter has already seen the movie Sneakerella a hundred times, and she's now about to subject all of these. Girls. I don't know the what whole that crew, is. I know. I don't have no idea what that is. Now the whole crew has to watch it. Huh? I'm guessing um, it's a hip hop version of Cinderella. Is what it sounds like. Operate. pretty much yeah. uh, oh god except yeah. just ima- what? except just imagine uh, and the, the role is flipped and it's the boy who like designed i guess their equivalent of like a jordan and he leaves it at the um <laughs> he leaves it behind at this like shoe convention and everybody's like this is the dopest shoe of all time we need to figure out who created this and like the daughter of the basketball legend like is in love with him and wants to find who made this mystery shoe. And oh, so they reversed like, a worldwide it. Shoe. Yeah, so it's it's 
Because you've obviously seen it a thousand times if she seen it a thousand times. <laughs> yeah, all the songs. I have oh definitely God. seen Sneakerella. <laughs> yeah, they, they. I thought we were done with that whole era of turning and, and flipping things into hip-hop things. Like, I know, didn't Car- right? Didn't Carmen teach you guys anything? I love Robert Townsend, but the hip-hopper wasn't it, buddy. <laughs> hip-hopper, no. This, no, zero, no, zero, zero this percent. is... Uh, the the opening though i'm gonna just play the opening song for you guys after we're done so guys this has been grapsity peace out i will see you guys all throughout the week love y'all peace grapsity this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.